Zach, have you ever had a pre-order that you're waiting for and it comes in and you're really excited to get it and then another one comes in and you're like, okay, well, that's a huge curveball. That's fine. And then a third one comes in and you're like, okay, this is not great. And then a fourth one comes wow. in. Wow. And you're like, I'm in And you're like, now. I don't really know how I'm going to pay for this. And then a fifth one comes in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and you're kind of really at the end of your rope. And then. A uh, uh, sixth one comes in. <laughs> no, a sixth one did not come in. But dear Lord, I am in trouble, bro. So that's why you started the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. my, next, my next new this week is going to be insane, bro. It's a separate wow. show. <laughs> what, uh, bro, hey, we're gonna have I'm, a whole unboxing just Dean's Dean, Dean's unboxing. I'm, I'm, oh my god! I got an email for two of them, and then an email for the third. I was like, okay, well, that's a huge chunk of change. And then I was dealing um, with Rick because he's on the pre-order for me, and he was like, hey man, I'm really sorry, but um, <laughs> I just got the email for the fourth one. I was like. Dear God. <laughs> Are any and Hot then, Toys? Um, no. Oh. They're all third party, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, they'll arrive on time then. Jesus oh, God. I mean, they're sitting in his garage, but yeah, you're not wrong. So so what did you get? What did you get? Um, two of those crappy ring wraiths. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, uh, one of my Final Fantasy figures that I was excited for. Then a um, ring wraith from Asmus. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my dad called me today. He's like, hey, uh, remember that shotgun you wanted me to buy like Jesus. months ago? It's ready. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Something <laughs> so you got here in Canada. All the, yeah, dude. Just all these things, <laughs> one after the other. It's stressing me out, man. It's stressing me out. You know you know, a figure's got to be bad, John, when Asmus is somehow the better figure between the two. <laughs> it's true. Oh. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join He's got a billion toys. Oh, you brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring tonight's episode of Collecting Weekly. Don't forget to use code CW10 for 10% of all in-stock items. That's code capital C, capital W, one, zero. 
we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We have some very interesting topics for discussion, and we got a lot of angels in the chat. We got Toy Mafia, Thor Gaming, Nikulio the Great and Powerful, SpongeBob Squareballs, good evening, gentle folks, Sam Gist. Sam, very exciting news on Patreon. Be sure to log in and check that out, and be sure to cast your vote. Uh, Absolute Irwin, Doc Smizzle, David Jones, Stephen Kret, John the Everyday Collector, Pablo Meza, Fat Batman's Collecting, Nightmare, Badfish, uh, DJ, Yomo, uh, Nikulio says episode 241, Bankruptcy and Foreclosure, uh, The Sweet <laughs> Angel, Mark Pearson, uh, Equan, Thor says, are they Zach Wonderland exclusives? Man, I've been I've been terrible lately. Uh, Jason Nelson, Jeff Ramos says, what brand of shotgun at Dream? <clears throat> you know, that's a really good question. Um, I believe it's the Remington or yeah i'm not sure it's a uh the police department got brand new shotguns so they retired the old ones so they had to ship it off to get it like cleared like the serial numbers and then shipped back so it's taken several months to do that but i don't actually have it at hand so i'm not sure but wow vintage rebellion mr mom collectibles uh what is good everyone uh, Dean, we have a very special segment that we kick off all the best shows. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I had a pretty okay week. Um, on Sideshow, they had a... F- it was like a 5 or 10% off this figure. And then I had 25 bucks in rewards. So I picked up Krillin, SH Figure wow, Arts. Look at that. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, the original Krillin, it was like a $200 figure. Uh, this is a completely redone 2.0. Uh, it doesn't share any parts with the original one. Um, much better, in my opinion. Um, so, uh, so this was only like a like a $50 figure. And then with shipping, it was like 60 or 70 so just it knocked it down to forty bucks. So I was like, "Dude, why not? I need a Krillin anyway." Here he is. I love it. And then also, I went to H E B, and I've been on the hunt for this guy for a while. It's the Egg Robo from Jack Specific, Song of the Hedgehog. This guy, these retail for ten bucks at the grocery stores or like Targets or whatever, and he's like a thirty dollar figure online. I guess he's not very common, like to the case. Um, maybe like one per case. So people find it, buy it, and then try and flip it. And he's classic. I mean, if you know Sonic games, this is a classic villain, dude. They fly around there with little jetpacks and shoot at you. He's got the little, the cannon there. It's a cool, it's a cool figure. So I'm still hunting for, I need Knuckles, Amy, Rouge, Shadow. I think that's it. But yeah, super cool. Glad I added him. But that was my new this week. How about you guys? Yeah, so I think this is the third time I may have mentioned this figure on the show. I'm really triple dipping here. But the reason I'm bringing this up again is because I finally had a chance to unbox. And I was really blown away by mm-hmm. by this. I don't think that the pictures necessarily did it justice. Like It was a design that I was really happy to get. And then unboxing an original trilogy figure 
made me feel like a kid again. Like it kind of, I haven't had that sensation uh, unboxing a figure in a while. Um, just like the material of the jacket, every little detail, all the dirtiness of it, I was really blown away. The sculpt is, you know, it's fine. It's not like anything crazy, but I think overall, like this is one of my favorite figures that I've unboxed this year. Um, and he's sitting over here in the, uh, in the collection now. And yeah, just really, really happy. So anyone that's on the fence, I say there's probably going to be a lot of good deals on this guy, hopefully coming up here soon. <coughs> so I think it would be a good one to pull the trigger on, honestly. Such a is, beautiful figure. I'm I'm shocked it's still available, to be honest. I want one so bad, but I have all these pre-orders. I gotta yeah, with. Dean, I think you could sacrifice one <laughs> ring wraith to get this guy instead. Oh, this is a um, shotgun. <laughs> yeah. No way. I'd rather have a shotgun. <laughs> um, is the material of the jacket something... Because obviously having it in hand, you're able to feel it and kind of yeah. determine whether it's something that would deteriorate long term or is it something that will hold? Like, it feels like it's something that would hold. It kind of feels like, you know, if you have one of those uh, um, down jackets, like a, like a puffy okay. jacket. Yeah, really like a windbreaker. Like, there you go. Like, okay. yeah, so so a little less like... Um, Not pleathery. Yeah, peely. so... No, no, no. Okay. It, yeah, hard to describe, but yeah, like one like one of those puffy jackets, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah, because the Michelin, like the Michelin. I man. There you really go. Really want this figure, so. I would uh, awesome. I would highly recommend, especially if you can get a good deal on him. I, I would say don't even think about it. And John, to your point, him being available, you know, they're just overproduced every figure, as you know, yeah. right now. In a perfect world, this guy would be a chase figure. Um, but you know, I'm really happy to uh to be able to add him. I think That's he will Snow- be when he hits the mar- when he hits that uh, sold out stage. I think he will be. Especially because there's so many other Lukes coming out, right? That maybe a lot of people are waiting on the other iterations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just really, really was happy with this one. I haven't watched many unboxings of this figure, or if any, I don't think. I didn't know it came with this snow pile. Or is that something that you added in and it's fake? No, so that so it comes with like kind of the um, standard um, hexagon base. Mm-hmm. And then it has a little uh, plate that goes over. And then it's got a little plastic piece you can attach Ooh. to the front. Um, so I kind of thought it was going to be cheap, and I was like, ah, I won't use the base. Uh, but it actually like comes together as a nice cohesive package where I'm like, oh, it adds like that's some good. cool depth to the figure. Yeah, man, that's cool. Good pickup. Very cool, very cool. Uh, ben, what did you get this week? Yeah, so I saw this guy on Facebook Marketplace a couple weeks ago, uh, and he was on for 150 Canadian which I saw this guy probably eight or nine years ago in a mall display. And I was like, that's a really badass Deadpool. But then I ended up buying the Ryan Reynolds one. So I was like, I don't really need this one now kind of thing unless I ever see like a really good deal. And he was on Facebook Marketplace for 150 bucks, And I expected him to be gone kind of the next day because he still looks like he's going for anywhere between like three and 400 Canadian, like from most collectors. And he sat there and he sat there and he sat there. So I finally messaged the guy and I was like, if you're willing to do 120 Canadian, like, I'll come today. Uh, expecting him to be like, no, like, I'm basically, it's already half price as it is. Sure enough, he messages me back same day. He's like, yeah, sure, if you want to come pick it up, all good. Um, awesome. So I went, picked it up in, in the guy's parking lot. Asked him why he was selling it for, like, such a reasonable price. Uh, half expected him to be, like, busted inside the package. Uh, and he said he was getting into statues uh, and that he hated posing. He just was a collector. He thought he was going to like one six scale, hated posing. And so this was his first figure and he decided to unload it. So, uh, you should so have yeah. told him about John's channel. I did. I did. I said, uh, check out Collecting Weekly. I said, we've got statue uh, statue talk on Fridays every week, but also the Monday <laughs> no, show. You never got to see it. So. Because John doesn't pose. 
Wow. <laughs> How dare you? Poor John. He's sitting here minding his own business. <laughs> I love you, John. Throw it over my head. I was like, oh, yeah, statues. Yeah. But uh, but no, it was cool. And uh, and then I ended up using this guy in my uh, Pose Wars win on Saturday night. So if oh, you've okay, missed Pose Wars, you got to check it out. Can I take my bonus point back? Yeah, give it I to was you. happy. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan killed it too. All the all the competitors uh, were, were awesome that night. So uh, I thought so. you live by the no stand, you die job. by the no stand. That single one. That's point. fair. I wasn't judging. He really killed yeah. it that first round when this figure hit the floor. Oh, Jesus Christ! Got a big old scuff <laughs> on the snaz. Oh no! Did it actually? No. Oh, okay. Good. I hope not. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I picked up this model, and um, this is the bro. Like, this is badass. So this is, it's called Bayard's Revenge, and it's part of the Warhammer commemorative series. So the uh, the model that I just finished painting on our Joy of Hobbing Live, that was also a commemorative model. This is okay. this year's model. Oh, nice. Sorry, you are going to ask a question? Oh, I was actually going to ask, is it the same as last week's? Yeah, it's in the same series now. Cool. Uh, this one I did do a little bit of conversion work or custom work, so it has all the symbols out of the box for like a different army, and so I sliced those off with a razor blade and then uh, glued some of the symbols of my army, so the necklace and then kind of like a stomach area. Uh, now has the fist logo. Um, this I think John, you'd really like the way this company does this. So they have these models and they sell them. I think for like I think this one was about a week or two weeks, right? And you can only buy them during those two weeks, right? Once those two weeks are done, check this out. They take every model that didn't get sold and they destroy them. Nice. Holy. And they never sell <laughs> them again. Now, I guess what they do is they, they melt the plastic back into like, yeah. uh, you know, the raw material. It's recycled. And then they recycle the plastic and they recycle the, um, the, uh, the paper, I guess, and the cardboard. But they, I was asking the guy, I was like, that seems like, really crazy like maybe just make a little less because when i went they maybe had like 50 left like right an hour before closing on sunday uh and i wasn't planning to buy this but once he's like yeah monday you absolutely cannot buy this like we'll have them in the store but we if they're like register locked they won't actually allow us to sell them uh and so the guy's like yeah if you want one like it's either buy it today at retail or tomorrow it'll be like twice to three times as much on uh, ebay um you know because they're now technically not out of production slash sold out everywhere so what does a piece like this go for now that's the thing this was not a fun purchase because i've been printing models that are this big for like 10 cents uh obviously they're not legal models uh i'm ashamed to say this one was like 45 bucks this was a tough buy but it is a everything's so inflated now that doesn't sound like so crazy 45 bucks and you have to paint it yourself yeah, 45 bucks. But it is a bigger model. It does come with, uh, like, a full-size orc on the base. And, I mean, it's a very dynamic. It's like a statue almost, like a mini statue. So um, Now, do they break the mold after they... Yeah, yeah. They've, they, um, they said that they have never, in the whole company's history, ever reproduced, uh, you know, because they've been around 30, 40 years, never once reproduced uh, a model like this. I know John's salivating right now. They said one time they accidentally relisted them on the website and they were taken down like almost immediately. And in order to like satiate the people that did buy it, they sent them like a few hundred dollars worth of product as like a sorry we messed up, but we can't. Oh, wow. And they didn't even give it to them. That's a company. Yeah. So 
when I heard that, I was like, dude, I gotta tell John about that. John's cool. probably gonna start buying Warhammer tomorrow. Yeah, just, yeah. just did, to part, <laughs> did part of you think to you know buy one or two more to flip? And Bro, pay for this I'm one? I'm so poor right now. It, I'm yeah. It was gotta have money to make money. I get that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes um, you just gotta say no to these opportunities. Yeah, there was a part of me to be honest because I was thinking like, man, what if I mess up the conversion? And I'm kind of stuck with like a dud, but you know, at that price point, you know, maybe I was a little bit more baller. Yeah, definitely, right? Because the model that I bought, which was used, I got it at a great price, much below what it was going for on eBay, because this dude had just slopped paint all over it and took a lot of work to get it cleaned up for uh, for new paint. But uh, that one sold, I think, for twenty five dollars, and the aftermarket, like sealed in box, is like one hundred and thirty bucks. So you know, pretty nice little percentage increase. Do they have an ES or anything like that? You know, they don't, but again, once it's sold out, That's uh, it. yeah. it's a guarantee that it's never coming out again. Now, they might make this character in a different pose, you know, with a different whatever, but as far as, like, this sculpt is never going to come back again. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I, I thought it was a neat way that they do it, and I guess it makes sense because their product is fairly easily recycled into new... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, make, put the plastic into different model kits, but, uh, yeah, that's... Um, you know, it was an, it was a kind of a purchase that i had to make on sunday just so, make sure howard doesn't take over the company jesus oh christ <laughs> so, next week. so uh who makes these what's the company called uh, games workshop uh, okay. slash citadel so they they make the model and then somebody yep. who's a retailer of them orders 100 only only their official flagship stores right. okay yeah so, so they, the games workshop sh- stores so the Games Workshops gets, let's just say, 100 in stock, mm-hmm. and they only sell 50. They then have to send it back to Citadel? Yep. Yeah. That's fucking wild. What I, well, what I think they do, because uh, I did ask about that, I think the way it works is like they have a distribution center, because uh, Citadel's in, or uh, Games Workshops overseas in England headquartered i think they ship it back right. to the regional distribution and then those like one big package goes back to england i don't think it's every single store sending it back to england but yeah basically oh, okay. wow. yeah he's like we send them to a warehouse and then they get uh you know recycled or whatever that's but, wild uh, I, I don't know maybe he was just telling me that but i've seen the aftermarket on these like commemorative models and they're crazy expensive yeah for how um, small they are, yeah, absolutely. But even like you and I were saying the other day with like those the the Titans and the yeah the, those big those are twelve thirteen hundred bucks, you know. So that's I mean I'm sure those get reproduced all the time, but for yeah, this absolutely. to be such a limited thing, and you're only spending forty bucks a pop, you know, hopefully to then bring it around turn it turn around itself for you know one hundred fifty three hundred bucks is pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, obviously that's going to take some time for it to get to that uh, dollar amount. I'm looking right. on eBay, and it seems like you can still get it for pretty cheap. Uh, but you know, six months, a year from now, you know, that's going to be uh, a much different price. Uh, we are doing hot seat tonight, and um, being that it's the end of the month, and um, also thinking of four really good questions every week is kind of difficult. I wanted to do a little bit of trivia. There's been some questions I've kind of been. Uh, thinking in the back of my mind for a few weeks of like, you know, if we did a trivia, you know, a little less subjective as the judge, we can have a concrete, is your answer correct or not correct? So we'll be playing a little bit of a, a Jeopardy, so to speak. And I know there's a lot of other collecting channels that have done trivia. 
my dear friend Will Foxification, I think was one of the first that I've seen. So uh, no offense intended, but I think it's such a fun little thing that uh, I wanted to adopt it for Hot Seed. Uh, but enough of that, let's get into the news. We're starting with Hot Toys Green Goblin, the upgrade suit, uh, retailing for $3.95, releasing October 2023 to March 2024. Um, I think this was a no-brainer. I think uh, when we saw the movie and the only thing that we got initially in that first batch of pre-orders was the uh, original suit, I, I, I was thinking there's no way that we're not going to get this. Uh, and I, I think they delivered. I think, I think the portrait that they've given us, I think looks really good. I really like the outfit. I think the glider, you know, it's, it's going to be good. The details on this are really nice. Um, it's really interesting because this portrait, I always complain that Hot Toys does really gray portrait paint. It has a very nice flesh color. I was, I was genuinely surprised by that. And for an expressive portrait, you know, we give Hot Toys a lot of shit for things like Ant-Man and some of their other portraits. I think this is might be one of their best. Yeah. Maybe I one of their best. I don't think you can do Willem Dafoe in a neutral like, No, you had to do him smiling like this. Yeah. Lunatic. 100%. Um, not only Willem Dafoe in general, but this character specifically with that maddening grin. Um I cannot say enough good things about this sculpt. Again, prototype <clears throat> might change down the line. Um, but as it sits, this figure is a banger. 100%. The glider's cool. It articulates. You'll be able to, you know, move his legs and the ankles are uh, on ball pegs. So you can get some pretty wild glider leg positions. Um, the suit looks great. All the little detailing on it is, um, not just like printed on. It's like actual, uh, like separate pieces. The, uh, the leather strap and waistband looks kind of cheesy here. Um, maybe like the materials used could be a little bit better. Um, but I think, I think it looks pretty damn good as it sits. We got uh, Chris Letty in the chat, uh, sweet, sweet angel. Vane21 says, is that John, the Everyday Collector, star of Canadian Carpool? You know And what? Jason Nelson. John, what do you think about this? I think it looks phenomenal. I think this is one of, uh, this is Hot Toys, an example of Hot Toys stepping up to the plate. Um, three ninety five. What do you guys think of that? Not the worst, considering, yeah. not considering, uh, considering that the, you get the uh, glider. Not mm. the worst. I think the maybe nitpicking would have been the base to have one of those maybe a more a little bit more intricate with some more detail as opposed to just a plain base with stand. Yeah. But that's like nitpicking. I think the portrait. I like the portrait. I think it's really well done. It looks like it's ripped off the screen. Um, yeah. The other concern would be the the one they showed a few months ago. That's getting a portrait as well. Do we know if it's? It's the same portrait. Yeah, it's, it's the same, same portrait. One. Yeah, yeah, it's the same portrait. So this is. Okay. Uh, they did a little post just like updating. Okay, perfect. Uh, so yeah, it's the exact same. Like if you go, that shot's phenomenal. Like wow. I mean, it looks incredible. Like I don't it's think. crazy. Now the one thing I would be really curious to see is if his teeth actually look like that because they they're definitely not um, like if you would just think of generic teeth. These look very specific. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I bet they went through the effort of like actually really sculpting these. And to to John's point about the price, uh, we had gotten 
the deluxe version of the glider, uh, I want to say earlier this year, it's been, been quite a while, obviously inflation, you know, whatnot. Um, that one's also 375. Mm-hmm. One thing that, that is interesting though, I don't know if it's that interesting, but the original goblin, you had the option for 285 without the glider, 375 mm-hmm. with it. And with this one, you only have the option with the glider. I don't think anyone would buy it without just pointing that out for, uh, for uh, clarity's sake, and but, is it? Uh, it's a different glider. Is that correct, or is it the same? Do you know? Uh, I want to say it looked very similar. I believe it's the I same wanna, exact glider. Yeah, I, I want to say it's the yeah. same. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I believe. So it's you're, the same. see, uh, you're almost better off if you want the original one to, damn, pick up the original one without the glider, and then this one with the glider. Yeah. Because you, ca- you, you kind of get trapped, but the problem is they put that one up first. So everybody probably jumped on the bandwagon <laughs> and went with the one with the glider. And it depends. Though, you had I to would know say, this was coming, though, right? Oh, of yeah, course, hundred yeah. percent. Sorry, Marco. Please go ahead. What a rookie move! Um, no, so so Zach, I have the same concern about the teeth. If the final product doesn't come out with like these teeth really pristine, that's something that could really throw off this figure, right? Because as it as this prototype stands. Um, it looks spot on, honestly. It looks just like Willem Dafoe. Um, and, and to Dean's point, like they had to do some type of menacing look. They couldn't just do a closed mouth look. Um, so, so yeah. So this prototype is very strong. I had my concerns with the, you know, the standard Spider-Man One Goblin suit because it's just kind of all green. There's no contrast. Like to me, it doesn't make for a very interesting figure. Um, the only accessory that this is missing is like a broken mask. Um, but to John's point, like I, I really like this, and I would consider getting this version and maybe the standalone um, Spider-Man 1 version of the Goblin. Now, that's way more Goblins than I need. Um, but yeah, it just looks so good um, that I'm really, really tempted to kind of go further down this line. But yeah, really happy with how this prototype turned out. I think it's interesting that they've captured some personality in this sculpt. I think... One of the things that I would have loved to see, because he's got multiple personalities, is to literally have a second head sculpt with this version, but one That's with like the si- with the sympathetic look, right? Like that kind of like sad, like oh, like I'm I'm so old, I don't know what's happening to me, kind of like <laughs> look, right? Like you had in the beginning half of that film, because it'd be cool to come past your display every once in a while and him just literally have that very very uh, kind of dichotomy of personality available. Um, I did see uh, last night that there is a low stock remaining on the uh, that first Green Goblin with the glider. Good call, um, I meant to mention that as well. Yeah, so if, if that's a figure that you have been considering or you've been waiting for, kind of waiting to see what this version might come out as and stuff like that, uh, keep that in mind. Obviously, you're going to be able to find it still, but once they go out on Sideshow, they you know sometimes get more expensive or harder to find. So something to consider. I'm not loving the fact that we didn't get to see like an actual in-hand um, review of that figure before it's feeling like we're supposed to now decide whether we want this one or not. Uh, I don't love that feeling, but that's the way They're she's going. They're going to force lately, our right? hands moving forward, right? 100%. For me, 
I liked this character in this film. I thought it was really good. Uh, but I grew up with uh, the Raimi trilogy, so like when I close my eyes and envision the Green Goblin, I still really do see that helmeted version uh, instead. I think the only reason that I would lean towards this one potentially more is I do like some of that purple, like the purple shroud that he's got on him and stuff. But Marco, that's a good point. I wish it had come with a broken helmet piece. I know that that was kind of at the beginning of the film before we really saw this armor kind of come to fruition, but... That would have been a really cool, like even just like a deluxe yeah. accessory piece or something added, right? Just to timed kind of separate it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of timed exclusive that you love to see, right? So, Man, Ben, you really like Goblin. I do, yeah. I've, I've always been a big uh, Goblin. Fan. Is Goblin nuts. is nuts. Oh Got him. God. Shut up, Nicolio. Oh, Damn, bro. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. When I was like, I'm saying goblin way too much right now. Someone's gonna get me here. (laughs) Better you than me. I thought I was prepped for the show. No, no, definitely not. You love to see it. Hook line sinker, bro. (laughs) Why are you Uh, muted? I want to hear that laugh. uh, I saw the I saw the coolio's comment. I was like, I gotta do it for him. (laughs) (laughs) Remember (laughs) Dean the desperate bro? Spread this ass apart. Just spread this ass apart. Bro, we have so that that oh. was that was was pure anarchy, but that was so fun back in the day when we were just slam dunking on each other. Let I, me um I want to mention please. one more thing. Go just ahead, quickly. This but this is a prime example of what Hot Toys has in their back pocket and what oh, they can 100%. do. Like we were going back and forth a couple weeks ago on that uh Cobb Vanth portrait like mm-hmm. I don't think without a doubt anyone could come out and say this portrait is lacking I think the co- community is oh, uh is pretty even even there in the same kind of group and uh like they're not the site the, they're divi- what's the word I'm looking for Deci- okay. divisive divisive that's it I was gonna say decisive I'm like what the divisive um this is what they should be doing with every release going forward I don't know what sculptors they're using, maybe JC, uh, but this is the kind of quality that we need to be getting. You're right, John. They set the bar so hard, so high with ones like this, where anything yeah. less than this quality is just not good enough normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking on their page, I think this is sculpted by uh, Kizma. Very good. Kizma. Um, fuck, John. <laughs> Jesus, John, you ruined my setup. Ben was about to fall for that one too. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Just, I can't let a fellow screw you guys. take another hit. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you're not already in bed. I am. You just can't see it. I'm sitting on the edge. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, um, I think it's interesting, right? Because I think there are a lot of people that, that it's it's Raimi or nothing, right? Like, you're either going to go with this. I wonder how well this is going to sell, to be honest. Like, like this, is, this was a, a cool part of the movie, I guess, but... Like Ben said, like when you close your eyes, and if you only had uh, one representation, I don't know that it's this one. For me, and, it wouldn't be. It'd and be in a way, one. I'm almost glad they led with the uh, the original one first. But I think there's a lot of great points you guys made. I think some people will be upset that they they may be locked into an NRD and a payment plan uh, when this may have been the one they wanted. So, and um, but- Zach J C Hong posted the actual sculptor. And it's the same one who did the Wanda sculpt and a, a few others. So if you want to pull that up. I thought, I thought it was him. I thought it was Kizma. Uh, let me... Uh, Does he still sculpt for Hot Toys? 
I actually have not seen him sculpt anything specifically. Mm-hmm. I think he normally pose, reposts other uh, sculptors uh-huh. that they have. He used to. But. Uh, so you want to pull up his Instagram, I guess? Sorry, yeah. That, this is the sculptor here. This is not someone that I'm familiar with, but just showing kind of the other, some of the other female sculpts that have been done in there that are so, pretty strong. So she, the mm-hmm. Wanda looks great. That Wanda does look really solid. Uh, let's... Uh, this is a, a, a woman sculptor. It he was. kept saying he. Okay. I was saying he. I, I, or I may have gotten confused about what you were saying. So. Uh, let's uh, let's see here. Uh, Toys Era: The Exiled Terror three twenty nine released in Q one two thousand and twenty three. Uh, this is what Stephen Steppenwolf. I think you could step on all yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want to step on this, dude. All those spikes. What is? Uh, <laughs> I mean, anyone gonna buy this? Um, no. But for those people out there who love those movies, I think it's a solid release. <laughs> um, also, his design lends well to a figure. I think, <laughs> especially this size, he's gonna be a pretty big figure. Um, like. Even with the articulation, like, I don't think it really gets in the way or, like, interrupts the sculpt too terribly. I think it's cool. I liked Steppenwolf way better in the extended yes. version of the movie. 100%. He was so much cooler. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is actually a cool bad guy. In the first movie, I was like, Who, why are we even doing this? But, um, yeah, this is, it's cool. It's expensive. It's real expensive. It's a but big figure, too. It's a big figure. Yeah, exactly. Well, and my but buddy who's getting into some... go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. I was just gonna say my buddy who's getting into one six scale when he was getting into it. The, one of the first questions he asked me is, "Do they have a Steppenwolf and uh, Darkseid?" Because uh, he loved this the Snyderverse version, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, new collectors come in who don't necessarily they haven't been affected by us, uh, you know, Hot Toys boys yet, right? Like they they're still looking for these well, for sure. Don't love um, educate them, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> voice activated light up feature is cool. I was just about to say that. I think that's Pretty gonna cool. be so Steppenwolf terrible. on. Really? <laughs> you got shit playing in your room. Fucking, this thing's gonna be draining. Itself, bro. Yeah, but like for example, with that, you know, Hot Toy sees this. You never know what's gonna happen if they're gonna. The clapper, you know, like, because like, look at Toys Era. Uh, Toys Era was it Toys Era that did that Goblin? Yeah, the, the original yeah. one. Like yeah, the, like that. Um, you can't even yeah, look at that one. Compared that to was this another one. Um, it doesn't look like his knees yeah. articulate, which is weird. Or maybe even the elbows. Goddamn, they might the be elbows do. Oh, you the see? elbows do. You can see the joint. Yeah, okay. there's, there's a few words. Because yeah, in the back, it doesn't look like it. But yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was cool for those people. Because for the longest time, I mean, even now, DC really doesn't get a ton of stuff if it's not third party. It's true. Um, so have to so make a good movie. it's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just it, thought it, it was cool. It helped maybe on the way, but I will say, yeah. I don't know why they're wasting time on Steppenwolf. I know people appreciated that character more in the extended cut, and Obviously, Ben's buddy was looking after one, but Dark Side, come on, give us a Dark Side, because that could translate for like so many collections and just such an iconic character. One. Have we talked about a Dark Side? Yeah, we feel like we talked about one not that long ago. I don't that know. Maybe, maybe it's something just, I missed. Yeah, I don't know. What that is um, this 
is a thing. Galaxy Old Man, which may be the best name since Black High School Student Miles. Uh, 109 release in Q1 2023. Apparently, the aftermarket price on on uh, Pop Daddy here is quite expensive. I really? hadn't yeah. realized how expensive he had gotten. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's a very very simple figure. Um, I don't I don't think that there's really a lot that's going to go into this. I think the big defining factor of how good this kit will or won't be is going to be the hands. Looking at this photo here, it's not particularly promising. The uh, the sculpted hands on that figure, they're real Sith-like, you know, real gnarly-looking nails. And this kind of doesn't look particularly good. And I also don't remember his boots being brown. I was almost certain they were black. black. It's been a long time since I've owned this figure. Um, but, you know, you got him on, on the... Um, in your collection, you got the hood over the face, so the the paintwork on that won't uh, won't really matter. Uh, and uh, you know, the Hot Toys electric effects weren't that great, so I, I feel like there's not a lot of quality to uh, lose here. So yeah, for a hundred think- bucks, I mean, you really can't go wrong, honestly. It's just the clothes, clothing, right? No portrait. No, the portrait no, it right is there. the it body. is the portrait. No body. No body. No body. But the, is that the Hot Toys portrait or their own portrait? No, no, no. This is this is like a third party kit. Like you buy it, and it's probably a recasted portrait. Oh, recasted, recasted portrait. hands. No, don't be, guys. Yeah. Come on, guys, come on. Come on. Oh, here we go. Irwin says the boots are brown. Maybe I maybe I should do my homework. Uh, but yeah, there's another picture of it here. With the fucking portrait. Go for Papa out. Palpatine. Blurred out. Yeah. No. Um. Don't yeah. do it yourself. It's it's what it is. I just thought it was cool because you know we always talk about Star Wars. There's usually not a ton of third party Star Wars stuff. Not many at all, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Palpatine again is such an easy figure to do. It's just an old man in robes. So um, yeah, you know, hundred bucks. You just put any body you have lying around in there. You're never gonna see it. So who cares if it's fucking ripped or not? You know, don't want to be too tall, but. I thought it was going to be yoked. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Put a fucking Fison M34 on there, just like ripping his cloak off. He's got two necks because oh. he's fucking. It's a Fison. <laughs> no, it's all the muscle, all the Sith muscle you get. Wow. When you, when you convert. Sith games. Yeah. You'd love to see it. So there's that. Uh, this was cool. Uh, the Iconic Studios Silent uh, Hill 2 figures. I'm, I'm going to say this. And I, I don't want this to sound obtuse, but boy, they're making some random, like, uh, it's just, it seems like everywhere, right? Which, which isn't a bad thing, right? Because we always say with Hot Toys, um, fuck, man. Uh, we always say with Hot Toys, like, they kind of get into their, um, niches. Their niches, right? That you get, Sorry, like, 27 Iron Man figures, you get, like, uh, 34 Spider Man figures, um, so I, I don't hate that these are, like, kind of just out there figures, but, you know, they kind of went from, like, Muhammad Ali, like, a historical figure, then to Patrick Bateman, a classic movie figure, and now they're doing, like, two video game figures, and then Elvis, which I guess when you say it like that, maybe it's not that random. Yeah, they're dabbling but, into a whole bunch of stuff to see what sticks. I, I want to see, like, I don't want to say a, a direction, but but I think as they're... they're list of things that they're making fills out. I hope that we can can kind of start to see a pattern. Um, I really well, wanted I wanna... them to make a Willy Wonka, to be honest. But okay, oh, Willy Wonka would be crazy. 
I don't so, know this game though. Which, so this, which this Willy could Wonka? Be like a, yeah, in the in the chat earlier, you were like, "What's the Resident Evil thing?" I was like, "How dare you!" I don't think yeah. I said that. You no, did. I said, "Did we get the price info on it?" Because people added on the it Resident added. Evil thing is what you said. Oh, <laughs> you did I? Ignorance yes. all around. I regret nothing. Um, I regret. And, so Zach, really, really quickly, sorry, Dean, just. Because Andy was on OFAC, right, on this channel. Yes, that's exactly about. what I was got to plug, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so, but he was talking about how they really linked up with Konami because they're re-releasing Silent Hill 2. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, so it's like very, which, it's a relevant property right now, actually. Yes, which is arguably the second most successful video game, uh, horror video game franchise ever made. Silent Hill 2 is incredible. But I had the same uh, thought, though. Like, this is kind of just a weird... Of all the video game characters, but because of that remake, it makes a bit more sense. I would have liked to see, um, instead of the nurse, James. Because the Pyramid Head and James are linked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he technically is the Pyramid Head in this weird, fucked-up way. Spoilers, bro. I, I mean, the game is fucking... <laughs> Like 30 years old, come on. Legitimately. Uh, uh, but yeah, the re- the uh, remake of the game is coming out. Uh, seems like they're sticking true to the the original game, which is nice to see. I think a new movie is also coming out. Um, so Silent Hill is about to be very mainstream again. Yeah, uh, multiple games actually, Dean. Like, they're going all in on this property again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it took a long hiatus there because Konami's a fucking idiot and they're a bunch of assholes. So, yeah, they're kind of figuring out that they fucked up and they're coming back to it. So, it's really cool to see. These are amazing. I think Iconic, what I'm looking at, nailed it. So, I'm very excited. In fact, I have a pyramid head right here on, on my sister's desk. Oh, do you it's really? Here. Well, uh, just to uh, clarify the pricing, red the red pyramid thing uh, is two eighty nine releasing Q four two thousand twenty three, and the bubblehead nurse is two forty nine releasing Q four two thousand and twenty three. Uh, I think the weathering looks fantastic, though. I think that's uh, really well done. I don't. I always say this, and I'm going to continue to always say this. I don't love the seamless stuff. I feel like, uh, regardless of, of the testing, I think eventually it's going to become a problem. Uh, but I, I I do like me some weathered metal, and uh, I think they uh, they got this done pretty well. Maybe the hand selection seems a bit light for both figures, uh, but yeah. overall... This uh, is the, uh, the fig Definitely not too bad. The first time oh. Pyramid Head chases you through that level, it is terrifying, bro. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, that's, that's stuck with me for years in horror video games. And now that they're coming out with the PS5 version, this oh. has me amped up. I may definitely pick this guy up. Oh, I you're think tempted, huh, cool. man? I am very awesome. tempted. I loved Silent Hill uh, games. They were, But they were some of the first horror games I ever tried. And so when you actually beat a game like that, you feel so gratified because you're like, I actually survived that shit. Like... I felt the same way about Resident Evil 1 and 2. Like, I, I loved those games as well. Same reason. Yeah. Definitely check out our sister show, OFAC. They did an interview, like uh, Marco mentioned, with mm-hmm. uh, Andrew from Iconic. And it's great that uh, it was kind of an unplanned thing. I think this was like a last minute that it was able to come together. But it's a really, really solid interview with um, one of the cornerstones of collecting. I think, uh, you know, Keyboard Warriors slash Iconic slash Andrew one of the nicest people in the biz and, you know, came on our show right with some big news. So 
You'll love to see it. Um, I'm being told here that I should plug this. Let me see here. Thank you, Ben and uh, Sam. Uh, for Mondo, uh, I guess this is uh, ending soon. Uh, on sale now, the Mondo exclusive 1-6 scale Battle Cat, as well as a regular version of our 1-6 scale He-Man. Uh, this is only available as a week-long timed edition until November 1st at 11.59 a.m. Central Time. So, Bro, if this you battle want... cat is huge. It is huge. Oh, look at that. That's oh, pretty good. It's it's cute. Cute. <laughs> that is cute. They, they had a picture of a girl holding it, and it was, like, bigger than her shoulders. It's fucking massive. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so it ends, on, you, ends uh, on November the 1st. So, yeah. Yeah. Better mention that. Uh, yeah, so these are for pre-order also the Silent Hill pre-order, the Silent Hill stuff, so that's very cool. And, and sorry, uh, Absolute Irwin has a good point in the chat here, too. Uh, he says, uh, there's definitely a market for video game characters in 1.6, hoping to see Iconic do more. That's also what I get excited about with the potential here. Like, it is a little bit random, like, if you're not a horror game fan. Um, but we, I feel like video game characters is such an untapped market still. There are so yeah. many I can think of. Tons. And Iconic seems like they have a love for the properties they go after, which yeah. gets me even more apt about it, right? So, yeah. yeah it's cool. And so if point. you watch that interview with Andy, he was you know talking about how he's a big video game guy and That's that they awesome. want to do more. And he talked about like the sideshow Nathan Drake. That was terrible and... That they, you know, there's not a lot of good video game one six characters. So yeah, I want to see I, more. Well. I would love a classic Laura Croft. That would be fucking amazing. There's so many games I could pick and choose. So Legend of Dragoon, um, any Final Fantasy. I mean, we have some coming out now for seven, but there's fifteen of them you could choose from. You know, um, oh, wow. so this is it is cool to see um, Silent Hill up there. Absolutely. Speaking of cool to see, uh, Joy Toy, uh, they've. Whoa. I don't know. If, I don't know if they've officially announced this isn't it. Small talk. Uh, this is. I talk about. I was gonna do that to you the other day when you want to talk Final Fantasy stuff, but we're already having a, <laughs> a, a, a spicy show. So, uh, any at any rate, uh, they're they're finally. Uh, reaching into Tau. They've done a bunch of Imperial stuff. They've teased some Orc stuff. And so uh, this was the army that I first played when I played. Oh, uh, is this Warhammer? Yeah, this is Warhammer. Oh, okay. But okay. but this are, these are the figures, right? So remember the, right. the, the eight, 118 scale? So this is okay. a... This will probably be about a 12, 13-inch tall figure. Okay, so quite supposedly. large. Supposedly. Uh, but this is really fucking awesome. So this is a Tau Commander. Comes with a few different armaments. And the one thing I think is going to be interesting to see... Uh, as we get to the next uh, battle suit here, is if the weapons will be interchangeable? Um, because this commander, uh, he seems to be missing a weapon. They should have two why does, weapons. Why doesn't he have hands? The hands are like built into the forearm. They're like, yeah, he's a robot. Um, why does he need hands? He's a robot. Actually, there's a person inside, but yeah, it's, it's he's kind of like in the chest cavity. At any rate, they're doing a commander. They're doing a non-commander crisis suit. They're doing Commander Shadow Sun, which is a really cool thing, and they don't show it, but it should have a helmet that goes over her head. Uh, but this is really neat. And then they're also doing a uh, tactical, or I think they're called fire teams of uh, fire warriors. So this is really cool. Uh, there's no prices or pre-orders on these yet. Uh, they kind of leaked like a big, big list of all the figures they were going to make, and I think they had to formally announce these because of that leak. But uh, this is uh, it's really cool for us Warhammer people. Yeah. Well, Joy Toy in general is really cool. 
I feel like they're kind of underrated, honestly. Yeah. But they don't make anything that I buy, so I mm-hmm. never get into their stuff. But they do really cool mechs, and they do them at such a small scale. But the mechs are still like, you know, fifteen inches tall. But again, it's not properties I know or want to actively buy. So when you posted these, I didn't know it was Warhammer. I was like, okay, like that's weird, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. One thing that is interesting, though, is in the Crisis suits, they're shown with like the support stand. And I feel like the engineering on these should be such that they could just not have to have a stand. The fact that it's in the promo shots means that like in your cabinet, you 100% will need a stand. Because uh, they've shown like other models that are much bigger, like the Primaris Dreadnoughts, and they don't have a stand in the photos. So. Could they be like back heavy? Like, is there like a backpack on it or something? Uh, maybe the only thing I can think of is they're they have jetpacks on the back, so maybe it's like a flight stand so you can pose them flying. But I, I hope that they could stand on their own because that would that would well, kind of be lame if they couldn't. Yeah, it looks like those ratcheted knee joints there. Yeah. So it should be able to hold the weight. But unless they're back heavy, it won't really matter if the knees will hold or not. Absolutely. It only remains to be seen. That's what they say. Uh, John, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, then we'll get into some uh, meat and potatoes here. Yeah, we want to thank One Six Corner. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, and best in the business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live using code capital C, capital W, 10. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. Thank you, John. So we did get some clarification from other John, Queen Studios John, uh, about a lot of the questions that uh, the community had last week. We also got some clarification on the working relationship between um, Toys Wonderland, Queen, and Justin. Uh, And I I know Justin also clarified quite a bit uh, in a show that you were part of, Ben. I want to say it was on Leal's channel, if I'm not mistaken. By the way, happy birthday, Leal. He's got a birthday stream going on today, so we wish him the best. Happy Um, birthday, bud. So I'm going to read these messages. We did get permission to share these. We we did, rather, get permission to share these. Uh, So... The first uh, answer here is in response to what was and wasn't a prototype because it was very mixed messaging. Uh, before our last show, we had gotten some clarification from from Justin. Hadn't heard from NR in about three or four weeks before that. Um, after the show, they had put up a, a, a response to a thread on their Facebook group that was a bit contrary to what we had stated. We had to release a video on Wednesday, Marco and I clarifying, you know, this new information because it made us look bad. This is from the mouth of Babe, so I would say this is probably as close as you're going to get to a, a formal a formal answer. Uh, the Joker is the final product, but because the paper in the inner packaging has not yet been fully approved for copyright, uh, Justin says prototype in the caption. Because all the formalities can be announced, it is... Because all the formalities it cannot be announced as the final ones, our official has also updated the production video in Factory. You can have a look. The Gandalf is a production model made by the Factory according to our sample that is the standard of mass production. And because the licensee reviewed it and so on, it can only be labeled prototype. Kind of concerning because I think there was a lot of issues with that Gandalf figure, but that's neither here nor there. 
the Batman and Pennywise are samples which we labeled the prototypes. So those um, those were not final products as their initial marketing would have you believe. Um, they also talked about the some of the issues that we had with uh, places like One Six Kit and TNS, or maybe not TNS, but I believe there was a few sites that had reopened pre-orders uh, on, on some of these figures that had been sold out, quote-unquote, or windows had closed. This three-day window was in mainland China where the figure is licensed. The resellers can buy stock from anyone, and as they don't order from us, they can continue to sell the stock they have. This is why we are in the United States speaking to licensors and distributors so collectors can order from trusted sources that follow the set rules. Uh, there was a lot of talk about who they visited in America. Can't necessarily get into that because I don't have a full confirmation of, of the, that from John himself, just kind of secondhand uh, reports. But uh, they were obviously in the United States to, to look into new licenses and distribution. So uh, obviously not every figure will be licensed internationally, but they are looking to start getting some figures licensed for our pro uh, territories, as they said uh, initially when they first kind of put out the big announcements. Um, brother cousins, another great YouTuber asked, uh, Justin, oh, excuse me. This is, this is in response again, just clarifying again about the Joker. Uh, do you have an exact shipping date when the first batch is shipping? The art box is done. So unfortunately, John, I know you said, it, you know, you kind of wanted them to tweak it a bit. looks like that may be final for the Joker. Uh, and they took those to the event, just waiting on the final licensor approvals before we can ship the first batch in regards to the Joker could be end of this month or November. I know at least 200 pieces are complete from an initial run. I will know more next week, and we're still waiting to hear about that. He also says, we put on this event purely for collectors with the best intentions. It seems to have caused some issues, and that's not what we wanted at all. We just wanted to show you guys what we were making and answer the questions about articulation, magnets, licensing, etc. John, can you block that site for me, please, in the comments? I'm more than happy to answer your, thank you, your questions as I see them. I also uh, just read through, we don't work with Toys Wonderland. We reached out to Justin, as he has a big channel, and we asked him to attend he asked if we could sponsor his trip as he came from Australia. We couldn't do that for one budget and for one, the budget and two, it wouldn't be fair on anyone else that flew there and spent the money. Justin's trip was paid for by another company and we don't work with them for his reviews. He asked if he could come in and film the figures. The idea being that he could do a comparison from prototypes to the final pieces when he gets them. We thought this would be an interesting idea. So he came to LA again. They were kind of roaming around that part of the United States doing different uh, meetings and stuff and shot while we were out in meetings. He and a few others also helped us set up as it would have been impossible for just me and one other guy to do it in five hours. Uh, this is in regards to the question I had about the Aragorn. There was some damage as we brought them in a suitcase. We tried to fix it, but Viper wasn't happy and decided that it would be better to show it in Thailand next week. Uh, for any other questions, I can try and answer for you the best I can. Uh, that's all I want to do. Collectors have long told me they have no voice with a company, and now you do. If it gets too much for us, we might need to rethink things as we aren't perfect. We just want to make cool figures for a living. Oh, shit, you blocked Equan, I think. Oh, no. Did I actually? We got no, to unblock Equan. How do you do it's that? About time you have to do it behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. Sorry, Equan. That's our bad. It's okay, it pisses me off sometimes. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> so, um, there's a lot. I'm, I'm blocking Equan. Do right a now. quick. We'll uh, talk. Do a quick. There's, while we talk. Yeah, please. Thank you. Okay. Um, sorry, Equan. Not sorry. Uh, the blame blame the Russians there. The um, listen. 
It's a Equan, disaster. You're good to go. You're good to go that was such a beautiful, it was not a beautiful event, but it was an exciting event. There was so much on the line with the event and I still think it was well done, but I think the, the communication tarnished it a bit. Yeah. Uh, they should have been better prepared in my opinion. In regards to this statement, I think that Queen, John does a great job, but there's just too much, there's too much of a demand from the community. Queen has already come out and established they want to be a company that is part of the community, gets advice from the community, gets ideas and so forth. They want to be very vocal. They have to maintain that now. And I don't think that they can do it with just John. I really think he needs help. There should be a team that he works with. Uh, throughout the community that uh, can band together and really get answers out quickly, concise in a concise manner. And you throw an event like that to hear back three days later, uh, not very professional in my opinion, no matter what was going on. But I think that uh, this should have been cleared up a little bit sooner. He needs a team. He needs help in my opinion. John, I, you know what I, they should have done? Oh, go, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I, I think, John, you hit the nail on the head. I think Queen John, I, I think... You know, obviously he's he speaks English. That's obviously very valuable to Queen. But I mean, there's like a billion people in this country. Like they gotta find one other yeah. person that speaks English to help our man John out because you know he's he's at this event. He's dealing with with uh, with with licensing deals. He's dealing with event setup. He's yeah. dealing with customer service. He's trying to probably manage the Facebook posts. I imagine if he's the only guy that speaks English, which, uh, it, you know, honestly, I'm not saying that he is, but it seems like it. I imagine he's probably has a hand in the graphic design, you know, the, 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 the posts that they're putting out. He needs help because, uh, you know, he, he's working quite hard. You know, we're asking him, uh, many questions. Um, and I imagine that there's a lot of other People also asking him questions. Um, I, I think it's too much to manage for one person. Even, even uh, myself, you know, and CW, right? We have so many people on our team that uh, that handle different things. Uh, it's just not possible, to be honest. So I did feel I, I did think, feel satisfied though by his answer. Like, like, do you yeah. did feel, or you didn't? You feel, I did. Like, did you feel satisfied by the answer? Like, I thought it was a reasonable explanation. I think. I it think it's safe. a it's a black and white answer. But I don't love that that we were still. I, I still think that there's a miscommunication, right? They're advertising certain figures are final, certain figures are prototype, and at the event, you know, about half of those announcements were incorrect. So, you know, I would say, you know, if I was a collector and I went to Vegas and I'm a big It fan and I'm seeing, you know, hey, It final product is going to be there, and I I spend you know four or five six hundred bucks to go to Vegas for a, for a, for a night. You know, I'd be very upset to be honest if I saw this. Uh, to be honest, I I also think at the event now that we've had about a week or two to process it, I don't love how little we really saw from it, right? And I've seen a lot of collectors on their Facebook page kind of comment the same thing about the Thailand event. They want HD photos, they want HD videos. I want to say out of the uh, full event, there was only like maybe eleven photos posted, and two or three of them were just of people looking at their figures. So. I think I think communication should still be more clear. I think it should be more consistent. I think they need to get more people that uh, speak English. Um, I don't know how how um, active the non-English speaking fan base is for Inart. I imagine it's quite active, so they probably have a number of Johns on on those different social media sites handling 
uh, from the uh, the Chinese or the Hong Kong collectors. But U.S. is such a, you know, I know it's not might not be the biggest market for one six, but it is a, a not an insignificant amount of people that collect on, in the states. I think they gotta have more people that speak English because. You know, essentially the delay between us getting this response was John was so busy and traveling and trying to deal with all this stuff. And it, it seems like that's the bottleneck, right? Anytime we're all trying to get this information, it's going from John then to the to the higher ups and then maybe to Viper. And then it just it would be nice to just have more people that we can ask these questions to. I think I think John's working too hard uh, and I think he needs help. I think he should. You- uh, sorry, go ahead, man. I was going to say, I think you nailed it too, Zach. Like, they may have a team uh, in China for the non English speaking folks. I'm wondering if once they have an official distributor uh, in North America, like, they'll use some of that help and marketing help from that mm. distributor itself, similar to how Sideshow markets hot toys uh, and does their own reviews and stuff like that, right? Like, yeah. I wonder if they're pumping the brakes on spending the money until they actually get an official license here. Well, you know what the thing is they don't if they were smart they don't really even need to spend money they can use the streaming community you have many talented people that take passion in the hobby and that would be more than happy to assist it's whether or not they want to do that in regards to uh spending the money the thing here is this the product's not licensed here they're doing shows and stuff like that but the product's not licensed here yeah that's kind of a weird mixed message it's a gray area on your I'm almost on wondering if that's community. why they, they couldn't get into NYCC because they're technically not bringing a license for sale yeah. in America product. That's a really good point. But that's point. speculation. I don't want anyone to yeah. think that that's the thing. No, that um, definitely <laughs> seems reasonable. Um, so let me say my point because I've been cut off a few times and I'm getting a Jesus little upset. Christ, now. I know. I'm sorry, so, sorry, <laughs> give you a hug. Just the um, one time no, I was no. like, yeah, yeah, no, I thought you, you were fucking word it on my own show. Um, <laughs> But so to John's point about using the streaming community, obviously doing an offsite stream would be risky because you don't know the bandwidth, but it's Vegas. There's plenty of places where they could find a nice, high quality internet connection. You've got Justin there in a capacity, like have him do a live stream, take like questions from the audience, take questions from people on the internet. You could have cleared up a lot of these things. Obviously, there was a lot of logistics to set up this um, whole event. So maybe, you know, time would have been constrained, but you could have cleared up a lot of these things pretty easily instead of, you know, having a few days lapse until we got really clarification. But I do appreciate John, you know, I, I feel satisfied to Ben's question. All of his responses really, it's like, okay, it makes sense. There's a reasonable explanations for all of these things, but it's just kind of the time of when it comes through um, needs to be streamlined a bit more. They need to yeah. jump on it before all that criticism and negative comments start rolling There's been through. three days of streams right. at that point. Yeah. yeah, to that point, like, you know, you're in Vegas. You're not, like, in the woods with, with no, like, in the boondocks. Like, go to Best Buy, get a fucking yeah. Yeti, <laughs> plug it into your laptop, and do a quick stream. Like, it's a hundred Justin knows yeah, how to do would've... the stream yard stuff, you know. You, he could, they couldn't go alive with Justin. The community would have eaten them alive. You could, even, you could even do a Facebook Live on John's own I mean, Facebook. the thing is, you have <laughs> content creators like Riley, Oilers, and uh, and other people going live at their own event. Yeah, True, I make John available think, to everybody or yeah, something Yeah, like I don't that. think that it's not possible to do even a post-live recap because, I mean, at OxCon, right? We Everyone showed up and was like, shit, we need some equipment. I overnight Amazon yeah. some stuff, and we were able to do the recordings we needed to do. Obviously, that's not apples to apples, but, I mean, we're... A, not a significant company at all, you know, not making any money. And we were able to pull all the equipment we needed for what we needed. They could have and figured I, I it out. I don't understand how, how this, 
you know, this wasn't able to be done, to if, be honest. If this wasn't rushed, I feel like it was rushed. Or it wasn't, oh, 100%. It wasn't planned out. Because what could have been, been done nicely... Okay, Justin did what he did because at the end of the day, he deserves it. He has the following, and the, the guy does his unboxings, and a shit ton of people. It's exposed to a ton of people, and it's a business. Okay, let him do that. Fantastic. His fan base can get the views, the close-ups. He did a good job. But at the same time, let him do him, and then incorporate the other streamers that took the time to go. So Riley was there. He could have done Gandalf. Uh, another one was there. They could have had the Joker and really had a one-on-one -on -one with a queen rep or someone who doesn't necessarily have to be from queen, but who studied and, and knows the product, someone well-versed in the product to be in the video as well. Like it could have just been really well choreographed and a much better. I want to, I want to like that idea, but I also, I mean, <sighs> There's people that don't like Justin, which I think is insane. I nice guy. I have nothing but good things to say about Justin, but he is the best, right? Like he makes. I'm not saying that we like if we went that we couldn't put together a nice video, but you know they have they're limited by time. They also don't want too many. They also won't want to have too many people handling these figures because they only have one, right? If you're messing with Gandalf and you snap an arm, yeah, like bro, buddy, you're done. Well, no one's. But no one's also. Yeah. Also, like you said, Justin's reach, right? Like our best video, you know, might have uh, 20,000 views, whatever. That's like 10 minutes of a video being live on Justin's channel. So I think certainly they should have incorporated the people that went out there. But I, to say that, you know, there's people that went to that event that I don't think should have handled those figures. And I think, you know, what I'm talking <laughs> there's about people but, that went but, to that event uh, that shouldn't yeah. have even been let open, let through the doors to be, to be honest. But, yeah. But maybe, but maybe you don't let them handle the figures, but maybe you give them exactly. access. That's like, yeah, access to the glass door. Like yeah. That, somebody... that I could see. I'll give you that job, but I don't think, right. I don't think, you know, if we win, we should have been given Gandalf as much as I would have loved no. it. <laughs> I don't think I could shoot a good review. Like just no, a lot of should, ways that could we, go wrong. You didn't necessarily have to duplicate or replicate what, uh, uh, Justin did, but have a rep at, let's say, the Gandalf little booth there to open the glass so that when, let's say, Riley and them or, or Oilers was speaking about it, they could get the nice close-up shots. 100%. I think you're 100% right, John. Have people stationed there. Like, it could have been... And that, what does that cost? What does that cost? Nothing. Just to have an extra guy there. I didn't understand how there was only two uh, queen people at that whole event. That didn't make any sense. And then, uh, I don't know, there was... It was Whatever. very listen under. To, listen to, uh, listen to Justin's uh, with Leal stream. It was really good. Um, I uh, I've planned events like that, and you know, I think I think I hope that their Thailand event is better. I think going forward, I think they'll kind of know what they need to think about, like Wi-Fi and stuff for the content creators. Uh, a few different things. Um, Equan says Queen's coverage of the event was literally seven photos. Hold on, so, so. Equan's back. Let me block him. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Doc says Justin has the most consistent format. It makes sense he was called the bat. Of course. Um, Doc says some people who went to that event left their open beverages next to figures Ridiculous. multiple times. Where, so that's the other thing. Where were the? I would have had Queen reps all over the place to monitor that stuff. Like because it Can looks. You imagine if someone walked away with a Gandalf. It looks bad. I would have bought it. Um, and screening process. Bring a screening process to those places, because God, uh, I'll I'll be security. 
in our Thailand events, it's funny, they're calling it the long time no soiree. <laughs> it's like, bro, we just sworeed like a week ago. Are you kidding me? Jeez. The figures they're going to have on display uh, for the 1-6 scale is the Joker, Gandalf the Grey, Pennywise, the Batman, and hopefully Aragorn. Um, I hope they were able to fix what happened. Uh, you know, maybe don't bring figures in a suitcase. Yeah, That's so a... on that point, so Viper was there at the event, right? At no, the Vegas no, 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 event? No, no, no. Oh, okay. The CEO so Viper, was there. So he communicated with a gentleman Viper named Jason, was... I believe. Okay, makes more uh, sense. Uh, well, let me clarify. I don't know if Viper was there, but as far as I know, the people that went to the event said that he was not there. I don't know if he was but in But he Vegas. just made the call to pull it. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to... I don't know. I, I've already gotten... Kind of shit Sorry, I was just re- trying to read between the lines of John's uh, yeah, message. Yeah. I, from what I understand from the people that I've talked to that were there, uh, Jason, um, he's one of the Asian gentlemen that was in some of the photos. He's the CEO. And then John, who we all are very familiar with, was there as well. So um, I, I did ask if Viper was there, and I was told he wasn't. They didn't see him there. So take that with what you will. And that was from people that were there. Um, our main topic for tonight is discounts and, you know, I have no, I'm someone that likes to get things as cheap as possible. Right. So like I have no problems with discounts per se. Um, I, I like my money. I like not having to spend as much of it and to be able to get a really nice thing, but there's been some interesting things that have happened this week and just in general, right. Throughout the hobby, we always talk about these price increases, right? You know, things are, are, are going up with inflation, right? You're, you're spending much more to get the same level of figure, the same amount of accessories, the same number of portraits. You know, you're paying $50, $60, $70 more, and it doesn't feel like you're getting as much, right? And we all know, right, there are places that you can go, and we're not going to name them, but you can go and get uh, 20% off. You're paying tax and shipping, but you're getting 20% off on anything in stock, including hot toys, statues, whatever they have in stock. There's places uh, online where you're not getting a discount on the figure, but you're not paying tax, which is already about 8%. You're not paying shipping, which is probably about another 10%. It's about an 18% discount, you know, $20, $30 to ship on a $300 figure. These are, are all over the place, right? It's not like, we've found like the, the honey hole as Marco would say. And we're like, yeah, this is the place. Many, many places like this. They might not call it no tax free shipping, but you're getting significant discount. Sideshow themselves have put some figures on discount this week with code spooky 22. You can get 13% off the Mark 42 deluxe version on the day of release in Hong Kong. Same day release in sideshow six forty five. Reach out price plus 13% off. Echo, which is a figure that barely shipped last week and was barely released in Hong Kong, 13% off, right? These are not insignificant discounts when uh, you also can add rewards on top of these things. Uh, John mentioned with uh, there was an app that you could get. I think it was $18 in rewards, right? Uh, Just for a fairly simple... Um, simple game, right? So let's do 13%. That's $37 off plus $18. You're looking at $55 off right off the bat. In theory, if you play this game, you participate in Spooktacular, you get more rewards. And not only that, but 
there's there's really significant discounts. Twenty five percent off Mark eighty five, thirty percent off Neon Tech War Machine. There's many many figures. Uh, Cuervo says got zombie Deadpool for one fifty shit. People were getting the uh, the red and white uh, clone trooper, the uh, Coruscant Guard, one sixty five shipped, right? And it makes me wonder. And this is this is what makes me wonder, right? Hot Toys is producing these figures and then selling them to Sideshow at a at a cost, right? And Sideshow is is selling us these figures and making a profit, or selling them to our local retail stores, also making a profit, probably less. And if they're willing to buy these figures at their cost from Hong Kong and then discount them another 25-30% and free shipping on co- on top it really makes me wonder one is this really an inflation based increase in price or is this a little bit of greed involved and two how much are these figures really worth right if they're maybe this is their cost right 2490 on the Tech war machine which i doubt but i feel like they're still making some money on this to make it worth them storing it to make it worth them shipping it I don't think they're they're doing these uh, out, out of charity. Now, obviously, with, with some of these newer figures, they are going on waitlist sooner. They're going on, um, what is it, the blue screen or whatever, where it's almost sold out. It's in the cart. Yeah, in the cart. Thank you, John. So maybe that's changed, but I honestly feel, for me personally, if I was to buy a Hot Toys today or tomorrow, at minimum, I'm looking at 15% off. I'm it's not crazy. getting, I'm not, I'm not paying retail anymore. To be honest, if I'm seeing this shit on day one, brand new fucking figures, thirteen percent off, I ain't paying retail anymore. Bro, that That's neon, that neon one you just showed was four oh seven. How about the people that paid the four oh seven? But it bothers me, John, because there's people I imagine that had this Mark forty two paid off quarter scale, and there are people that can buy it today at thirteen percent off. There, Lane last week just got the Echo. It's already thirteen percent off plus eighteen dollars if you play the game. It's it blows my mind, and not only that, but some of these companies, like like uh, I'm not going to name name names, but they can be difficult. If 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 you purchase this and the next day it goes on sale, Marco, you had a great experience with Entertainment Earth. They had a, a post uh, discount. I think they had a guarantee. Mm-hmm. You can get a price adjustment like within a certain days. point. Yeah, fourteen days. Oh wow! I've bought things, and I was lucky to have the rep adjust the price for me. But many of our Patreon members were not so lucky. Uh, they had to kind of eat their their purchases. I don't want to name names, but we, you know they've there was a a discount the next day. They asked for the discount. They said no, and they kind of had to eat the cost because the NRD was was less than the uh, the discount. But I'm I'm wondering if you guys are looking at these prices and thinking the same thing as me, or if I'm I'm in a different multiverse. Because frankly, to me, uh, you know, if there's not a a, a, a no shipping and a no tax type discount in that case like 15 to 20 percent i'm not touching it to be honest because at some point it's probably going to go in stock long enough that it will have a discount and i'll be able to pick it up with rewards uh but i'm i'm uh i'm uh i was very shocked to see because the thing that bothers me is right these two figures are brand new figures yet the miles that's been out for about a month now at sideshow is not discounted so Again, like Mark always says, you don't know the rules of engagement. You don't know when to pre-order. You don't know what's going to be on sale, what's not. But I think if there's something you want, wait. I think you got a discount on it, to be honest. Zach, 100% wait right now. I'm with you. And I just wanted to tell a, a story about Sideshow. So 
I'm going to beat them up a lot of the time because I don't love all their business practices. But I did call them this week. I had one more payment left on my Tumblr. I think the shipping was around 40 bucks. Well, you know, for Spooktacular, it went $15 shipping and 13% off. And I think, you know, now there's an additional 15% off in stock items you can get if you're a first responder or in the military. So like pretty much a baseline 15%. Um, so I called them and I said, hey, can we apply these discounts to the existing order? And they said, you know, we can't do that, but we can cancel the order and you can re- you can remake the uh, purchase after that and apply the discounts. So shout out to them for doing that. But now that I've canceled, I'm like, you know what? It might go even lower than this. Like this might not even be the floor. Like I'm, what am I in a hurry to reorder this item or should I keep waiting? So called back and I had the Sub-Zero and Scorpion um, for, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the um, Storm, Storm Collectibles. Yeah, the oh, Mortal Kombat Storm Collectibles. Had both of those on pre-order, paid full price, had a few discount. And I said, hey, you know what? Um, can I apply this 15%? And they said, well, you know, we can cancel and you can go ahead and make the order again. So at this point, I'm just kind of sitting back and there's the figures like the Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse, Boba on Throne, um, a few others that I want, but it's like, what is their floor? Like, I'm just going to wait till the last possible second. At wait this till point. Black Friday, bro. Black Friday. Yeah, 25 days, bro. Rumors, Black 20... Friday is the biggest, uh, where yeah, they give you the supposedly. biggest sales. Especially this year with seeing how much stock they must be desperate yeah. to get rid of. Um, and, and to, you know, to Zach's point, last thing I'll say is just like, was there greed involved in all these price hikes? It certainly feels that way because if they can really knock out this amount of discounts, maybe they are really desperate to get rid of them, but maybe there was that big of a margin where like, oh, we can still, you know, even if we cut it to 30%, we're still making a minor cut. So mm-hmm. it makes you feel just kind of like, man, yeah, what are these things really worth? Cause they, they couldn't possibly even after the license and manufacturing and shipping couldn't possibly be as expensive as they're marking them up and kind of makes you reevaluate your entire collecting, to be honest, but a good time for someone who likes deals like myself. Um, if I could just add, just, just, just briefly, I know I've talked a lot. The thing that bothers me is like, this isn't just like a spooktacular thing, right? Every day there's shit going on sale on their website. Every fucking day I'm getting a new email this is on sale. There was a James Dean figure. It was like, like forty percent off today. You know, it's it's insane how much they discount, and and it pisses me off to be honest because uh, their stores. You know, uh, I don't go to Alien Worlds that often, Dean, but I imagine they ordered probably an Echo and maybe a Mark Forty Two. They're stuck to these retail price points. You know, the six forty five, the two eighty five. They can't discount, right? They can't knock thirteen percent off. They're st- Stuck to an, an agreement that we've heard from many retailers, they have to the they cannot discount past a certain point. They certainly can't beat sideshows prices, uh, or or it's in violation of this agreement. So, uh, sorry, Dean, I just wanted to add that in. Yeah, well, I was just gonna say there's definitely an initial cost on these figures, right? They gotta pay somebody to sculpt. That's usually several tens of thousands of dollars for a head sculpt, right? On from a very good artist. Uh, paying someone to tailor the outfits and make the molds and stuff like that. So yeah, it probably cost them, you know, anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand dollars to initially create a figure, right? But in terms of plastic injecting, getting these materials cut and and painted up, I mean, it probably cost them. 
I don't know, 10 or $15 to make a figure per figure. Plastic is cheap as shit. You, those bodies that you could get on eBay, which are essentially the exact same fucking thing. Maybe the build quality is a little not as great, but essentially the same thing are what? $12 sometimes, you know, it only costs them maybe a dollar to make maybe <laughs> in parts and labor, right? So there's definitely a greed thing going on where it's like the the cost, even in the world economy right now, there's no way per figure it costs them more to make a figure today than it did, you know, 10 years ago. And times were just too good during the recession, where actually during the recession, during the pandemic, where everyone's kind of paying top dollar on everything. Yeah, it's like, so. oh, yeah, and and it's it, now they have this excuse, right? It's like, oh, things are just more expensive now. Like, I bet you when you get into the minutia of everything, it's really not much more expensive. So there's definitely, I mean, it'd be naive to say it's not a greed thing, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean and you know, the I get it. You're paying for a more premium product, right? You know, if you compare it to let's just say a Marvel Legend, yeah, it probably costs a lot more to make a a hot toy than a Marvel Legend, but not by a whole fuck ton of money where it justifies spending six forty five on this figure and then they're discounting it, you know, until they could get rid of them. There's just no way. I want so to I clarify. Think... Oh, please, Ben. Uh, Sam Gis says, let's not get on Sideshow for uh, giving many people some deals. Uh, that's life. Uh, go ahead, Zach, and then I'll... Yeah, I'll no, sorry. I just want to clarify. My issue isn't getting deals. Again, I fucking love paying as little as possible to get a thing that, you know, I could have paid as much as possible. That, that's not what I'm saying here. The the What I'm saying is, when should you buy a figure, right? Should you buy it at full price? Should you pre-order it? Should you wait for a deal? And I've said, I think for me personally, I'm not really touching the shit unless it's 15% off, right? So that's that's kind of where I'm at. And I've that's seen places go as high there. as 20%, but bro, I ain't paying retail anymore. I'd say that much. I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. Sorry, Ben. So I think there is definitely uh, sales psychology built into this strategy. You teach people and you condition them for the sales that you're hoping to make. When I ran a paint store, uh, we had a, like a computer system that was solely dedicated to tracking slow-moving in inventory. It's just the way it goes. And things that you think might just think are popular, because you're like, I like that character, That's obviously that totally sells, right? May not, based on actual sales numbers. Now, the interesting thing about discounts like this and the way kind of psychology kind of messes with people sometimes, because it happened to me this week, I bought that Deadpool for 120 bucks, even though I talked myself out of it for years. Why? Because I got a deal. In this sense, if you can get a figure right now for a 30% discount, you're back on their website. Then you're looking at, well, I saved 30% here, so maybe I can get a second figure. And then, boom, you've actually bought two figures from them. You're spending you a little bit more money. <laughs> and now you got rewards points, so now you're going to apply that to another one. And, it, and the cycle continues. Well, the other thing that I think is interesting is, uh, you know, we've got anywhere from, what, 140 to 150 pre-orders uh, of Hot Toys. 
that's a lot of six scale. That's going to take up a, a crazy amount of real estate. So I think we're starting to see a shift here. I think we're going to see over the next couple of months, deep discounts. I think they're going to absolutely annihilate as much stock as humanly freaking possible and get as much money back for that investment as they can with deals. And again, some of that psychology of buying more for less and those things. But then I think we're in 2023. This is just my guess. We're going to start seeing the shift to what we've started already seeing, which is these uh, out of stock items before we even get an in-house version. Uh, they're starting to condition us with that already. They're conditioning us with that with figures like Goblin and Peacemaker and franchises that have been relatively popular and a handful of ones that maybe aren't. So it leaves us questioning if that is their strategy or or maybe people are really buying all of these. The problem is, is that once they sell all the shit that's just sitting and collecting dust, they now have the space for the 140 characters that may come over the next two years. Uh, and I think that we, they're already proving that psychologically, as long as they stamp that low stock sign on their orders starting to go forward... Uh, people will start paying again full oh, price in yeah, order to lock but, them in. Yeah, we've that, talked about that before too. Yeah, but with that, I think that's where it falls on um, not necessarily streamers, but as a community, you need to be careful, right? Just because they're slapping a low stock on it, if the figure's not out yet and they're slapping a low stock on it, be re be care be careful because just because it's saying low stock, when that baby pops up into in stock or let's say when it does come out the scheduled release date those can magically pop out to be in stock again so i we're in a tough situation because do we take the risk to find out if they're playing a game with us or do we just order it i think they're conditioning us as i said they're giving us the discounts now to clear their stock so they can condition us into buying pre-orders moving forward on low stock alerts i think that's just the shift that we're going to end up seeing and john you're a hundred percent right for any new collectors that are maybe listening like we've all seen it many times in the past where you get on a wait list and boom it converts like that and you're like whoa wow did i get lucky that happened to me with peacemaker last week i i put myself on the wait list I got converted. I was happy mm -hmm. about it, but I also then immediately put in our chat, <laughs> that's how they get you though, right? <laughs> uh, and then it still makes you really decide whether you need it or not. I think the point going forward either way is going to be whether or not they give you discounts or not. Don't buy based on FOMO. Don't buy based on the low stock alert. Don't buy because you think something might be a grail and it might not and it's hard to know and nobody really knows and all the things. Buy it because you actually want it in your collection. Because yeah. then if you spent full price and it never goes discount, whatever, great. And it'll probably gain value slowly over the next decade. Uh, and if it if it goes down, uh, well, then you might have lost some money, but at least you got the figure in your collection. Uh, because exactly what I heard right from you, Marco, is that uh, you know on that Tumblr, you might actually be deciding maybe I don't actually even really need it. Maybe yeah, I no just doubt. bought I it because I really it. was... Yeah, I was really hyped about it at the time, and now it's going yeah. discount. Do I really want to pay full price? It's not that you wouldn't want a great-ass tumbler in your collection, uh, but maybe you don't totally need it if you're going to take a financial hit on it. Um, and that that's tricky advice to, to give people, for sure. That's where it's uh, at, Ben. Absolutely. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, so yeah. If things go back, you're going to see... Uh, you're really going to step back into a time machine and see how Hot Toys was originally and how people would buy... Yeah. Uh, to flip and to make money and this and that, you're really going to see. Uh, and it has to be because it's not, 
it's not sustainable. People were saying that, uh, well, Hot Toys, they can make, someone said make less. If Hot Toys makes less figures, they're not selling as many. But they're making more figures. Sideshow is buying them up. But Sideshow doesn't want to be losing money either. They can't, con in my opinion, they can't continue the way they're going with everything just half, almost half off. Agree. No, but like you, but like I was saying, it kind of what goes back to what Zach was saying is how low can the prices actually get before they are taking a hit? I'll give you a perfect example. My sister worked at a big box electronics store. Some places aren't as good as this one, right? It might be the best place to buy, right? I won't say oh. the name. And like if there oh, was I a lot those, of options, this might be right. the best play. Okay. Yeah, make I know a those purchase. fuckers are greedy for sure. Right. Um, and she got an employee discount. And the employee discount was as low as they could get it and still make a little bit of money. I needed some RCA cables for my DJing stuff. And the very nice cables were 70 bucks. And I was like, well, I really want these. Like, how much is it with your discount? And she's like, oh, let's see. We rang them up. It was like $3. So that company is still making money selling it to me at $3 because everybody else is paying $70. So these the, the price to make things is really not that high. It's just... We make it and you don't, you gotta pay us for it. So the 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 price for them to 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 again to sell these things that let's just say Hot Toys makes it for like I said, it was like ten dollars a figure, right? But I'm just making that number up, but let's just say that's what it costs. It's probably not far off. They sell it to sideshow. Prop let's just say it's something fucking stupid, like fifty bucks a figure. They're making 40 bucks per figure, right? They're selling it to everybody around the world for 40 bucks a figure. Then those places are selling it. Well, we need to make some money, so we're going to sell it now to the next guy for $400. So they could keep discounting it over and over and over and over. And it'll get so cheap that they'll just run out before they ever even get close to not being able to make a profit on it. It's like, we'll run out before we ever discounted enough to lose money. So I think Marco is 100% right. Let me see how fucking low this thing actually gets before I pull the trigger. Because and you have the benefit this time around. This is not the first Tumblr. This True. is the reissue. <laughs> now there's fucking Tumblrs everywhere. And that thing's more gonna Batmobiles, be too. Yeah, they'll they'll probably still have stock of this tumbler by the time they make 3.0 <laughs> reissue. Maybe. You know what I mean? And so, it's also a huge fucking box too, so they're gonna be itching to get this bitch out of the door. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we're at a time where people are starting to kind of fucking wake up and be like, like Zach, I'm not touching this at retail. Nobody's waking up I, if they're supporting I, reissues. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think, uh, I think. Um, Carlos had talked about this on Will Foxification's channel a long time ago. He's like, we're just going to keep seeing discounts and discounts and discounts and discounts. He's like, wait till Black Friday and look where we're at. It's it's next month and 
<laughs> we're already seeing it, and it's only going to get deeper and deeper with the discounts. So hold your fucking money, boys. Yeah, completely agree. And yes, if you're you know kind of waiting on the deep deep discount, like I think Sean was saying, Usby was saying in the chat, maybe you miss out on a figure. So if it's something that you absolutely can't live without, and there's probably very few of those, then you know pre-order with someone where you're not paying shipping and tax right off the bat. If you really need to lock in that pre-order. That, that's what I've done for a few of the figures. But even then, I feel dumb even doing so because who knows where the future's going. And let me paint another picture because we all think like, oh, things will be corrected in 23. Da Vinci? What the fuck? What was that? Oh, paint a picture. Nice. All right. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Um, okay, let's say, let's say we're in a recession. We're heading into a recession. There's, there were a bunch of collectors that entered during the pandemic. That pool shrinks. Yes, they're making less stock, but there's less demand for these really, really high-end figures. And so these things may still end up sitting, even if they're making lower runs, we still may see Hot Toys sitting in just like less demand overall. So it's really hard to say where the market's going, but it doesn't seem to be trending in an especially positive direction. So you got to be in it for the love of the characters and for the love of the hobby yeah. and not to make any money. I, I think this is a really crucial time for collectors. Because John has been saying this for, God, since he's been on the network, that it's like, well, I'll just buy a statue instead. These prices are getting so crazy, I'll just buy a statue. And now we're looking at, uh, what was the Goblin? Three ninety four, Before shipping and tax? That's a, that's a statue! It's a six-scale statue. Yeah. Or a very cheap quarter-scale statue. I've seen some around, you know, 500 bucks shipped, right? So it's like... When's enough going to be enough? Where it's like you need to really figure out how to market your shit better or bring the price down. Because yeah, why why even keep paying not not only retail but in general? I, yeah, I think your points just quickly. I think your points been uh, not been uh, Marco were good. One thing, one thing. I don't think it's wrong to want not to want. I can't. I don't think it's wrong. Okay, to want a collectible that you buy to appreciate in value. No, no doubt about it. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that that was wrong. I was just saying this particular time and this particular mm -hmm. figure format. You have to be careful. It's, yeah, it doesn't seem like that's the that's the reason. That's what's to be happening. In this hobby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying if you were in the past that you're wrong, or if you are in the future you are. But it feels like right now that's it's not it's the time not for to you. Do yeah, it it's not for your that. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on here. I think all excellent uh, topics here. Uh, I want to talk about gaslighting because I feel like it's real bad in, in our hobby, and um, it, gaslighting can be quite an abusive thing. Uh, ours probably isn't like as bad as what like it really could be. So I want to preface this discussion with that. Exactly, a a form of gaslighter of um, emotional manipulation that often results in the the recipient doubting their perception of reality and their sanity. Um, you see it, I think, a lot with collecting, right? A new figure comes out, everyone's quick to jump on the, the new is best bandwagon. Uh, you go on to websites and, you know, it's 2 a.m. and there's 198 people are looking at this figure now and it's like, well, are they? You get this this sort of like fear, right? Like, oh my God, this thing's on low stock. Is it really on low stock? And even like companies, right? Hot Toys, I think we were all very satisfied with the first Mando figures 
And they drop the new one, and they put these photos of like, hey, look at how much better this new version is, right? Your old one sucks, bro. You should pre-order this new one. And I feel like it kind of gets into people's heads. I see new collectors all the time join these groups, and they might feel, well, my collection's not that good. I'm afraid to share it. We hear all the time people come to us and say, like, you know, I like your channel. It's kind of, you You could be a beginner. You can listen to Collecting Weekly and enjoy it. You can be an expert and get that same enjoyment. But I feel like our hobby, it's real bad. I, I feel like I see a lot of people that kind of get scared away from it, from some of the behavior of other people in the hobby. And I'm curious if you guys have noticed that as well, or maybe that's just a me thing. Um, I noticed that earlier today when I was like, hey, the movie of the week was this, right? And you were like, no, it was this. And I, I was like, Dean. what? I told you, Zach is a fucking It was like we were at gas bro. and there was some light right on me. And then he encouraged the rest of us to join in. That was I did. Yeah, I Zach is did. toxic as shit. Yeah. Zach, Bro, I have, Zach. I've never, I've never said I'm a good person. I've always said I'm not a good person. You Zach, can go that is that true. That is true. You have always said that. He also gaslit, gaslit the uh, the priest, the pre. Uh, what do you call it? Oh fuck! I, the joke is <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gas. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Zach also <laughs> gaslit the pre-stream with the chili he ate for lunch. Oh, there you go, dude! Wow. I had chili last night. It was. Oh, I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I think all the points you brought up were really good about the, and Ben even mentioned it a minute ago. The low stock alert. It's going on yeah. low stock. You got to yeah. get it now because 500 people have this in their cart or they're looking at it, whatever. Because I go on some sites where it's like. Six people have this in their cart, and it's like fuck. I should get it, and it's like, are they? Is it real or are they fucking with me? And I think that's a really good example you brought up, Zach. Um, yeah, it's uh, and it makes people make decisions that they necessarily wouldn't do, like the whole fu- the thing with the three windows. It's like I stressed over this fucking thing for days sold something i necessarily didn't have to just so i could make this purchase and then you just fucking open it back up it's fucking bullshit and on october 25th you can get that same figure for the same exact price <laughs> or 30 percent off with fucking Maybe. spooktober it's like god <laughs> rob damn. says starting to wonder about some of the things you say ox do you feel okay and people who live in glass houses i don't know what that second one means but no i don't feel okay anyways um yeah, I I think it's bad in our hobby. I think uh you know there there's just so many things that I see that you know, maybe it's not the best hobby to get into if you know, if you're not willing to kind of have to deal with some of that BS cuz there there's a lot of shit to be honest. Um that 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 we notice. So I was just giving sideshow props, you know, their customer service always top notch for me personally. Well, you know, a few spotty occasions, but for the most part, really top notch. Their marketing, on the other hand, is like very predatory. And we've talked about it here before. Recently, I had a figure in the cart. I took it out. And then they send emails now saying, this isn't going to last for long. Order it now. It's like, okay, they're chasing you after you've... And I know they're not alone on that, but um, that definitely felt like gaslighting because like, wait, is it actually going to sell out? And then you go back like, oh, no, not even close. It's not blue screen. There's no minimums. It's just a predatory tactic. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. don't forget to buy this thing you put in your car. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Yo- that happened. I guess we forgot to put on the show sheet. Uh, Side so just creating FOMO for this new Captain America announcement. Limited to 300. Yeah, yeah sign up. I, I 
I mean, that's literally how I got roped into buying this Krillin. Now, again, I had points, but I had I had it in my cart because I was trying to see how much it would cost me after points. And it was still, it was like $56. I was like, that's not worth it. And then, like, I got an email. I was like, you have this thing in your cart. Don't forget to buy it. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. So I click on it, and it was like, it was, I like I said, it was like 5 or 10% off. And I was like, oh, shit, there's an additional fucking thing. And so I got for 40 But, yeah, it's like that whole predatory kind of. You should have bought two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this thing's been in stock all year, dude. Yeah, well, and on that Captain out. America, <laughs> that Captain America figure, I'm still unclear whether it's 300 pieces with a bonus accessory and then once it sells out, it's done or 300 pieces with a bonus accessory and then more figures on top of that. It's not super clear and the latter, I would not be shocked if that was the case. Oh, kind of like we see with the like convention ones? Oh, you're I, saying I think it's yeah, 300, so 300 pieces. Where it's like eventually like it'll it'll show up on such a sideshow like, uh, like three months later. And I can't it's like, rule what it the out. Fuck? Yeah. Look at this. We got a bunch of people tuning in. Um, it Honestly, is time, boys. I was sorry. I was just going to say this one last thing. The more and more this show goes on, the more and more I'm like, John's not as fucking crazy as I thought he was. <laughs> like everything John pointed out, like eventually, like it pops up later. I'm like, God damn, he was. <laughs> we agreed not to tell him that, guys. Come on. <laughs> we were gaslighting him, guys. Oh, <laughs> we were gaslighting him. Come on. <laughs> it's okay. All right, boys. It's time for hot seed. Oh, Oxford. They're breaking. Fuck. John in the lead with seven points, seven hundred. Uh, you know, whatever. It's Jeopardy. All right. Now, what I want everyone to do. I put my phone right here. You can see it. Yeah, I'm hidden. Yeah, yeah. I want everyone to to mute except for John. And John is going to pick a question, one through four. Five is the final Jeopardy. Okay. And if he gets it wrong. Immediately, you guys will have a chance to unmute and say your name to answer that question. And if you get it wrong, you will also lose those points. Or if you get it right, you'll gain those points. We'll then go in order. So John will get first pick, and then Marco and Ben, you guys can uh, figure out who wants to get second pick, third, then fourth, Dean. Mm. Are you guys ready, Verazzi? Ladies first. Also, people in the chat, for the love of God, (laughs) have some damn respect and don't put the answers in the chat and I would encourage people on the panel, in the in the interest of fair play, to switch over to private chat, please. I'm in private chat. What a fucking guy. I am also yeah, in so, private so chat. So switch over to private chat, please. Get your mics muted. John has the first pick, and we got 30 seconds to answer the question after it is read. This is, like, strategic now. How do you have to be strategic with this shit? Um, seven points. And remember, there is a final Jeopardy at the end, so... Oxbury, rather. Oh, there is a fun Jeopardy shit. I forgot about that. Um, give me, uh, give me a one hundred. Give me a one hundred. What character is represented by MMS zero one? MMS is movie masterpiece zero one. How the fuck am I supposed to remember that? And I just need an answer. You don't have to use it as a form of a question. MMS 001 Oh my god Movie Masterpiece Movie Masterpiece 001 I want to The first thing that came to my head 
Superman. Final answer? Final. That is incorrect. Uh, shit. Would anyone like to steal this point? Um, are you looking for the movie specifically or just no, the what, character? No, what character? Oh. Does anyone want a chance to steal? That was my guess. You said we lose 100 points if we get it wrong, You'll lose a point. Yeah, you'll lose a point if you get it wrong. But you could gain a point. I'm going to give you guys about 10 more seconds to decide. I don't know if it was a movie that's going to be serious. Marco. Two. Marco. Who is Terminator? That is incorrect. Damn. Ben. And we will... Okay, Ben. Who is Tom Cruise from Top Gun? Forget what the name of the character That is was. incorrect. <laughs> Jeez, this is the one point question. That was a it's hard... Kyle Reese. Uh, that was a hard question for oh, 100, buddy. Jesus Christ. That was a hard question. That was not that hard of a question. That was pretty hard, hard for hard, 100. Uh, yeah, I Marco thought or, it was Superman. Marco I thought ben it was Superman. Yeah. Marco or Ben, who would like to go next? Well, Marco, go, depends go. if Ben thinks I'm a lady. So um, let's go Hot Toys and let's Small go... Small spoon. <laughs> ben, uh, mute for now, just so you can chime yeah. in if you need to. So let's go for 400. Wow, 400. Marco. What was the name of the line of unlicensed figures Hot Toys produced during 1999 to 2000? Oh, hang on. Let me turn that over. There we go. I know this one, too. <laughs> it's on all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, boy. Dang. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Okay, right. so I'm going to go with, I think this is incorrect, but a uh, true type figure. That is incorrect. Marco is at zero points. Actually, I don't know if you ben. can do negative points. Had to go big. Uh, ben. Is it the secret agent line? That is incorrect. From Mission Impossible? No. That is incorrect. <clears throat> if I if I guess and I'm wrong, do I get negative points? <laughs> I guess that's what it's going negative, so. I don't want negative points, so. Okay, we'll we'll call it there. John, do you want to take a chance at this or no? No. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Uh you you missed it. Hot Toys famous types. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Points. These questions yeah, are fucking close. ridiculous. I was close. Famous I worked all day time. on these questions. Yeah, question. questions this is, you're great. worse than Alex Trebek. God exactly. rest his soul. That was a good one. We should have we known these that. These questions one. are great. Okay. Uh, ben. Okay. Well, I need, to get, I need to get myself out of the hole. So, whatever is the most points question. Actually, hang on. Dean has a point here. Dean's technically winning over you at this point. So, Dean, all you get the fair. next question. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Oh, okay. Um, I'll take, uh, for 300, 300, uh, 300 name two of the three first figures released by hot toys in the years 1999 to 2000. I'm going to play a sound clip real quick, just so I can start the timer again and it's good to go. Okay. Uh, Kyle Reese <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, Um, Superman, yeah. That is incorrect. No, jo John, John. Okay, John. Um, how many seconds do I get? Let me restart the timer for you. Oh fuck! The, 
Okay, I don't want to go. Never mind. Skip. Skip. Well, no, Never you mind. already win. No, no, skip. Never mind. <laughs> you already win. No, yeah, forget you it. Said it. Because in Jeopardy, when you buzz in, Fuck. you have to answer right away. You, <laughs> you lose the points. Second. You got a, you got a few seconds. <laughs> How many on. seconds left? Uh, the clock's been going. You've like about twelve seconds left. Okay, the uh, George Lucas and uh, from uh, uh, from um, Matrix. The not the Tom Cruise. Never mind the Tom Cruise. Oh, John, you got half of that right. <laughs> uh, does anyone want to chance a uh, a guess at this one? No? Okay. The correct answer, uh, the three answers you could have given were Ethan Hunt, Neo. So you, you almost were correct. You had it at the tip of your tongue and George Lucas. But was it Neo or was it Tom, actually supposed to be Tom Cruise? Figure. Uh, no, Ethan Hunt was Tom Cruise. Oh, so I had to see Ethan, Ethan Hunt, Hunt was from Mission Impossible. Okay, yeah. I had to see Ethan Hunt. Right. Okay. Uh, ben, for 200, and it, yeah. you could you would be up against John for Final Jeopardy if you get this right. I mean, I'll try. For 200 I'll points. I'm, I'm game. The abbreviation of PERS, spelled P-E-R-S, no. stands for what? Uh, um, shit, it's on the tip of my tongue, too. Uh, it's the ruling eye system, obviously. Um, yes. Shit. <laughs> um, perception. No. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, um, perception eye rolling system. That is incorrect, Ben. Does anyone want a chance to steal? Uh, to get back on the board. Posable eyes rolling system? That is incorrect. Oh, take another God. shot. Marco, I'm going to go for it. Uh, Marco. Per eye rolling system. Wait, per eye rolling system? Do you want to <laughs> <do you wanna, laughs> expand on that? No, there's no expanding on that. <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy that would not that expand. Was, that was I thought he would do that. I thought okay, maybe John, you were do you want to take a go? A go no, on I'm not taking one. a go on this. Nope. Parallel eyeball rolling. Parallel. Oh, fuck me. You you almost yeah. had it, Marco. Almost. Possible um, makes sense, but sure. yeah. Um, let's see what the chat. Those were some hard questions, though. Honestly, no, those, those were really fucking hard. It was hard. fun. Yeah. I I it was worked out the all these questions. Here we go. Let's check in with the chat. We learned yeah, some stuff so, today. Um, can we gaslight panel members with incorrect answers? Um, <laughs> Let's see here. I, I think the, they said they were too tough. I thought these were pretty fair. They were tough. Those are um, fucking hard, bro. The uh, first one was fair, but the other ones were hard. Jazzy said, I just Googled it. No way I would have guessed that. Dude, I've researched all day. I was like checking sources and shit. Uh, yeah, Kyle Reese. Uh, that one is easier than the 100 question, I guess, about the uh, the George Lucas one, I think. Wait, so we didn't get we didn't get to do the 500? Uh, you know what? Everyone get their pen and paper. Let's go five hundred. That that's fun. Let's let's do that. That's fun. Here let's we go. go. Let's do it for five hundred points. I don't need a. Um, What's the score here? So how would it work? Uh, so if you get it right, you will win. If you don't get it wrong, or if you get it wrong rather, and they get it right, you may lose. But who do I have to? If I just don't even guess, who do I have to worry about, Dean? Uh, yeah. So you could bet. I'll give you the chance to just not answer. Okay, cool. I guess, okay, like. cool. Let's just. Do but it. you Let's have to. Fun. You have to. Do you, do you want to? Oh, I guess yeah. D- yeah, during you can uh, just put zero. Yeah. If yeah. I get it right, yeah, I'll tie you. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Okay. Okay. 
Has everyone got their pen and paper ready? Remember, this is like everyone can guess at the same time. John, do you have a? You got a? Yeah, yeah, I got everything okay. ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. This is this was a hard question to be honest. This one I actually and I will take variations of the answer by the way because there's a lot of words on this box. Oh, you think this one's hard? We're, we're in. For in it. 2006, Hot Toys produced a pair of pilot figures loosely based on Top Gun. What was the name given to the figure meant to represent Lieutenant Pete Mitchell and featured a head sculpt of Tom Cruise? Let me play no. a sound real quick. You guys will have 30 seconds to write your answers down. And again, if if you're close. I may give it to you if you're close. Because there's a lot of words on that box. Easy so, one. I'm locked in. Wow. I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> definitely wrong. All right. Dean the Dream Martin, show me what you got on your paper. About Pete Davidson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, ben Thomas. But which Tom- pixel which pixel is your paper? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think wow. we lost Ben. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I think he did, did that on purpose. <laughs> what did you put? <laughs> Top agent. Top agent. What is with you and agents? Are you, no, are you guys messing with agent. me right now, or am I glitching Wait, out? How much you guys? How much you wagering? <laughs> okay. First, you got to say how much no, you wagering. Gonna, I was just gonna give them five hundred points if they oh, got it. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Good Marco, Marco, what is your answer? The aviator. I'm gonna hold that for review because I, I gotta check the box. Uh, John, uh, did you decide not to? Zippo. I have no idea. Okay, Marco, I'm gonna check the. Uh... Well, I guess technically, if you got it right. You would still lose, but I I'm, I think I'm going to accept that one, to be honest. The the name on the box, so I'm going to give you that one. Uh, you'll be at 200 points. The name on the box is F-14 Tomcat Aviator, the Skyfighter U.S. Air Crew. Yeah, I'd give that to him because that's hard enough as it is. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> insane. Man. I, I, I got to say, that's pretty good, Marco. Good job, buddy. Good job, You'll Marco. Love to see it. John right. wins the $20 bonus, uh, <laughs> and next show, he will get one minute to um Wait. oh shit F-14, to talk about whatever i want aviator skyfighter u.s air crew that's four so he only gets one point well i did say i would <laughs> accept uh, variations <laughs> okay so apparently here we go equan says my med school exams are easier than these Jesus questions. if no one got anything right it means the questions were okay i will Zach, i'll go back to the drawing board I'll go back to the drawing board, boys. But, but I will say, I bet you if you ask Howard, these, Howard wouldn't even know the answers to these questions. <laughs> these are pretty, the first three are easy, I think. I've known what PERS is like the entire time the I've PERS been a collector. And yeah. MMS 01 Kyle Reese, like I said that a few shows ago. So that's that shouldn't be that difficult. Now, the the three point, the f- two of the first three, everyone knows it's George Lucas is one of the first And three. I said, Neil, and always everyone, stick with your gut. Fuck. Everyone knows Neil because when you they said, re-released... You said The Matrix, and you were like, no, nah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Stupid. Yeah, you should have gone with The Matrix. <laughs> no, you know why? Because, yeah, uh, someone said Tom Cruise figure earlier on, and it threw me off. We were talking about another question. No, I like the questions. Like, obviously, they were very hard, but it's cool that, like, we kind of learned a few things. Some of yeah. these things I vaguely knew, and the audience can learn some things. So I thought it was awesome. Okay. Know what I learned? I'm, I will say I this. <laughs> next month, next month I will make the questions easier 
Uh, if that's what you guys would like, Marco's answer. What's going on, Jeff? Hilarious. But I'm still gonna keep. <laughs> I'm still gonna keep maybe the 500 and the 400 a little bit difficult. 30 seconds to talk about whatever I want. That's no, dangerous. A minute. A minute. Oh, a boy, minute. that's I'm lethal. Doubling. That's lethal. <laughs> 60 seconds with John. Whatever. Live, no, maybe. no bars. No, no bars. Nothing. And after I'm that, we'll discuss you. it. But you, you fucking just don't go on like a Kanye rant. Star, good. Star Trek. Jeez. Whoa. Oy, wow. Hey, dude. Chill <laughs> out with that. Come on. Um, <laughs> Hocus Pocus. After moving to Salem, Massachusetts, teenager Max Dennison explores an abandoned house with his sister Danny and their new friend Allison. After dismissing a story Allison tells is superstitious, Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches uh, who used to live in the house. Now, with the help of a magical cat, the kids must steal the witch's book of spells to stop them from becoming immortal. Actually, I will say, use to this point, give people a heads up what to study. I did tell people to study Hot Toys history, and oh, that helped. That was, that was, you know, and also um, innovations that they've made. So, to be fair, I did give them heads up. Uh, Sam says these are the questions that killed Alex Trebek. Um, Jeez, I will be completely honest. He's dead. He is dead. Aww. I will be completely honest. I tried like three times to finish this movie and I could not do it. I'm going to pull my once a year card of I couldn't finish the movie of the week. This movie fucking sucks. What? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I know people in my family that have like watch parties of this film, friends yeah. that like invite people over to watch this film. This film was like nigh unwatchable for me. I did not enjoy it. I've heard the second one is supposed to be better for what that's worth, but I I I tried and tried and tried and and maybe because it's been built up to be like this amazing classic like iconic film, yeah. I just thought like Cuervo said I thought it was overrated. I didn't think it was particularly good. Also, one of my bosses used to call me uh, Zachary Binks, and I thought it was from Jar Jar Binks, but I guess it's from Jesus. this movie because the. I think one of the characters is like Thackeray the cat. Binks, the cat. Yeah, the Binks. cat. Yeah. And I um, it's <laughs> funny. I now realize that, and I fucking hate that nickname even more. So, I, um, <laughs> I'm with you, Zach. This movie didn't particular because I'd never seen it before, so I was pretty excited, especially because the sequel's out. It's because you watched Creepshow it's, too. A couple things got me going through this movie. Uh, Sarah cat. Jessica Parker has never looked better. Bro, that was my second point. Shut the Sorry, fuck up. Let me get thunder. there. <laughs> Leave some meat on uh, the bone. <laughs> I love a talking cat, dude. The second there's a talking cat in something, I'm all in. Two, Sarah Jessica Parker, goth babe, I'm all for it. I was never really a particular fan of her was like during Sex in the City and stuff like that. But god damn, she bad in this movie. So I, I didn't mind when she was on screen. Um... A lot of, a lot of, why does everybody know this kid is a virgin? Like, everybody brings it up, like, throughout the fucking movie. Like, god damn, like, chill out. She lit the candle. <laughs> I, yeah, but even, like, I think it's, like, the fucking mayor at the end of the movie fucking brings it. It's like, god, what the fuck? Like, okay, well, it's don't weird. spoil the end. Jesus. A, lot of, a lot of virginating in this movie. Um, but also the, the witches aren't particularly like funny they don't ever like add like a joke or anything they're not 
when they're on screen, they're fucking, I mean, they're on screen. They're going all out, right? Like, they look like they're having fun, which I guess is kind of, um, what's the word? Um, uh, like when someone else is laughing, you can't help but laugh. Uh, contagious. Uh, contagious, right? Yeah. And, and so, like, it's not, it's not a, bad movie like you could tell everyone involved is like having fun but like it's just not a great movie but i will say i can see why people get together during halloween and watch it it's a very halloweeny movie i get it but uh, to me it's not winning any awards uh-huh. the fact that it even got a sequel is kind of crazy i mean it's been like 40 years but Dude, every year, I would see, like, you know, you see, like, those fake, or, yeah, fake Marvel posters, like, Iron Man 4, and it's, like, the shitty Photoshop of, like, some (laughs) shit. Yeah. For some reason, I would always see those for this, for the sequel that I guess became, and I think that's probably why people, like, really got excited anytime one of those would pop up. It's like, it's like Jeff Moore says, uh, Dean, it takes the virgin to be able to light the black flame candle. That's how they all know. No, no, no. I oh, okay, okay. That's so how the mayor knows, knows and everything. Okay. Yeah, because like ever, I mean, the whole fucking movie, even before he lit the flame, it was like, oh, let's make fun of the virgin. I uh, this <laughs> is my he first lit that time. Candle, we'd, we'd be right. Where we... <laughs> no, bro, I have an illegitimate son. We all know that. That is true. Um, this is my first time watching this as well. Really? I enjoyed it to be honest. I don't think it was bad at all. I think uh, Bette Midler killed it the acting i think she did a phenomenal job um first thing that came to mind when i started seeing them interacting together the witches three stooges that's fair that's actually really good yeah that's a really good parallel that's the vibes i got brought me back to three stooges um it was a good movie it was like turn your brain off 6.9 out of 10 on imdb 38 percent rotten tomatoes i don't know how fun at it how appropriate it is for kids talking about virgins and yaboos and shit like that um as i say half this panel has yaboos but the rock of who yeah if you watch oh, a movie yaboos. you know see nobody watches a movie <laughs> <laughs> fucking fake <laughs> um well i'm sorry you just insulted half <laughs> My neck showing. I was stuck on that. I was like, what? My neck showing. Jesus. (laughs) But uh, no, I heard uh, the second one was not very good. I enjoyed it. I think the acting was okay. I think Bette Midler, like I said, did a great job. I like the scene with the cop where they run up to the cop and then the guy's like, I sacrificed my life for this job. Get out of my face. And then he leaves. He's not even a cop. It was a guy dressed in a Halloween costume. I I like that. That was cool. Uh, It was funny. But. yeah, it's kind of like a one and done for me sort of movie. I don't know if I'd watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, this it's not a particularly great movie, but like there's a lot of nostalgia for myself. I think this and Casper were kind of like, all right, yes. you know, like kids oh, horror yeah. movie, kid horror movies that aren't particularly scary, but there's horror aspects. Um so yeah, I think it's like it's a fine movie. It doesn't necessarily hold up, but uh this when we're talking about Sarah Jessica Parker it reminds me of another anomaly of another actress that I don't think is particularly attractive, but in one movie, she's killer. And so Sarah Jessica Parker in this hot uh, Cameron Diaz in the mask. I was never a big Cameron Diaz fan, but in the mask, she is just smoking. So, okay, I've got a tangent here. Was yeah, that a pun? Literally. Smoke. No, I didn't mean to say that, but <laughs> yeah, there it was. 
But uh, yeah, no, I think overall, like it's, yeah, the dynamic amongst the witches. I think the Three Stooges is something I never thought about, but that's that's a really good one, John. And overall, so Gigi has yet to see this. We're actually going to watch it like on a lawn somewhere on Thursday. They're doing like an outdoor movie night. So that'll be her first time watching. Yeah. And so we'll get her thoughts. But yeah, I I think it's like watchable. It's just a cute little movie. And yeah, there is some inappropriate 90s stuff. But yeah, that was kind of par for the course for for kids movies back then. um, I've probably watched this movie every year since I was a kid. Like, honestly, just at Halloween, it's just one that just kind of gets put on in the background. Uh, so like, I've seen it so many times I can, I can quote it. I, this is the first time ever I've actually looked up the cast names and the character names of the cast. Uh, so back to your point, Zach, I actually always thought the cat's name was Zachary Binks. I didn't realize it's Thackeray yeah. Binks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the kid has a lisp. <laughs> so not the case. Um, always thought the cat was cool. I'm with Dean. I like talking animals, especially as a kid, Homeward Bound back in the day, and like Sabrina the Teenage Witch with her black cat. And, uh, you know, like, again, showing my age probably, but um, I always thought Butcherson was a really cool character. Like, the zombie come to life is actually kind of a good zombie, and he actually helps. I thought that was a, a fun uh, plot point. I also really liked the music in the film. Um, you know, when they're in the dance hall with all the parents. Uh, that's a banger that they put out there uh you know i put a spell on you and they've done lots of remakes of that song uh over time so i thought that was kind of just just fun but i i i agree with you guys i don't like think as an adult if i watch this for the first time i would like it nearly as much as i do just based on the nostalgia vibes that i get when i have it on in the background sing along to the songs a bit and you know kind of think it's just funny um I loved the, uh, I always loved the, like the devil, uh, you know, when they see the guy in the devil costume and they're like, yeah. father, you know, and then that whole situation, then he starts getting a little friendly with them and his wife is all pissed about it. Like it just, it's just funny stuff. Right. I have zero desire though, to see Hocus Pocus too. Uh, zero desire. I've heard it's, it's garbage. And if it's garbage in comparison to this one, then I'm like, nope, don't want to see it. Uh, I will just keep this one in mind. I still think we should have watched Mars attacks, uh, but I get it wasn't a Halloween film. So way she goes. What should we watch for our last Halloween movie? Actually, uh, can I put a- no? Actually, hang on. Let me check. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> Anything on the first. but Mars Attacks for sure. Yeah, Ben, what are we thinking here? I'll give you the choice. Okay, so, I, and I, I guess we just have to see if it's available in Canada for streaming or in the states. I've never seen The Crow, and Ooh, the new Crow figure that's uh, that's out on Sideshow. But I also love superheroes, and people tell me it's kind of the inception of superhero-esque style movie making. Uh, I've never seen it. I've, I don't know what it's about at all. In the U.S. Thank God. But if someone yeah. wants to get me a hook... Actually, maybe I might be able to use Mark's Hulu. Mark, let me know, bro. It's not in Canada either. Oh, it's not oh, streaming in Canada. Okay. Let me check. What, what, give me a second choice, Ben. Mm. Shit. Mars Attacks. I mean, I I'd be down to watch Mars Attacks if you guys are, but I think I'm it's fine. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah, there was a lot of love for that movie creep in the show chat too. last week too. Creep, creep show, show too. <laughs> it's on Tubi. Okay, yeah, we'll do Mars Attacks. That sounds good. No okay. way, Dean can cool. can uh, can watch that movie. Uh, Dean, you know it doesn't attack Dean. Our Patreon, our beautiful Patreon is the three pillars. It's coined by John. Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan 
is equal Egon. That was hilarious. Jesus. He's he's back now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said Equan there and back again. Because <laughs> Nakulio. Chris Valen, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, <clears throat> the Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, the Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukothri Watt, Derek B., Ares Portillo, Pablo Meza, Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO. Zach, are we doing that tonight? Yes, we're watching a show with CC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott <laughs> Smith, you, was... you took it there, not me. Jimmy James, I was going to... I was going to shout out the, the thing just now, but you made oh, it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it, you made it weird, <laughs> Jimmy James, Stephen Perchett, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Wow. Yeah, we're going to watch um, the new episode of Andor and go on uh, Rogue One Six with Season 3 PO. The show's still not over. Yeah. No, dude, so still got five episodes left. Jeez. Pretty exciting. We got to see, got to see Mommy Bix last episode, too. Bro. I was going to say they should rename their channel. Bro, one six Bix. Uh, our October <laughs> Patreon benefits going out this Thursday. The Does Anybody Work sticker and the Halloween Dean sticker as part of our Halloween package. <clears throat> Great stuff there. We also have for November our Philo sticker. Quality, quantity, Philo. <laughs> Jesus. What is Philo supposed so to be? So good, it'll feel Fideo. like someone... So good, it'll make you feel like someone bonked you on the noggin. <laughs> and uh, we got Danny Lee's beautiful face there. Why does he got an egghead? Because he got hit. <laughs> oh, he got I see. Con- okay. He got conked in the head with the luggage. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the fans have been asking for it for years. Uh, the new This Week sticker... So that is very cool. We haven't done it in yeah, quite yeah. a while. Uh, we also yeah, have some yeah. cool stuff planned for December. John put together a really great host photo, so we'll be doing that as one of the stickers for December. But we will cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, if you want to join our Patreon, it starts at $5 a month. You get stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. The $15 tier is the Figure Fix Assistance and um, the Certified Crispy Certificate. The $25 tier is the Deluxe Pog Set on your first pledge and doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tier. Sam says these stickers are absolute fire, all of them. Uh, YouTube channel members, uh, we got MojoZ78, OG Fan, Absolute Irwin, uh, DK Avenger702, OMFG Rick, S Beam, Andres IB, Daminator, Sam Gist, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Chris V, Big Ol' Fern, Mark Pearson, uh, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, uh, CT603, Eddie Money Mendez, Sia Dreams, J, Sia, and B, Chan. Uh, membership for our channel starts at 99 cents if you're a Patreon or two ninety nine if you are uh, not for the peanut gallery tier. Uh, here's a look at the sticker for December. One of them, uh, thanks to John for putting this together. I think we just got to do a quick cleanup on the After Dark logo, but this looks ready for print as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and we got uh, some great shows. We got After Dark uh, tomorrow at 1030, uh, which is uh, the Wednesday show. Thursday, we have uh, Small Talk, Sweet Sweet Angels, uh, Dylan and Sean are going to be on that. 
Friday we have club. Be sure to enter in the Collectors Club uh, Google form to enter into win the one third uh, LBS Thor statue. And then Saturday we have Dungeons and Dragons. We're going into the Amber Temple. We're trying to get an artifact. Trying to survive. So Hell great, yeah. uh, great week of shows coming up. And then uh, tomorrow uh, for the aforementioned After Dark, we'll be doing the OxCon recap stream. So hopefully Marco, Mark, Danny can join us. Should be really cool. Equan says the next sticker should be Ben's big nut in bed. Jesus. Oh my Lord. Jesus. I'd consider. <laughs> I'd consider it. <laughs> I want the nut to have a Santa hat, though. Actually, we got to do a Christmas themed sticker. It's probably January. So, Ben, stick oh with us until then. And Marco's honey hole. I want a, a Marco and Ben Sounds- nut and honey hole sticker. Wow. <laughs> Companion pieces great. right there. <laughs> Look at this. Ben Thomas became a YouTube channel member. Wow. Yeah. It's only taken him like 12 months. I changed my credit card and it expired. I've been on there for a while. <laughs> yeah, he has. He has been. Okay. Um, here we go. We got uh, two I have been. public <laughs> shirts available starting at $13, going up to 20 I recommend getting them on sale because I'm not going to gaslight you. Get that shit on sale. Don't pay $20 for those shirts. I wouldn't. I don't. Uh, John, can we read our uh, oh, <laughs> socials, please? That's the difference between like a dollar for me, but it's like $7 for you guys. So get that shit on sale. Social media we got on Facebook, Collecting Weekly, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, Instagram at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at the underscore everyday underscore collector. On Facebook, the Collecting Weekly Auxiliary group, that's where you're going to find the giveaway information. And please, please, please fill out that form because if you don't fill out the form, you you don't you're not part of the giveaway. You gotta fill out the form and submit it. Yeah, the form is the only way we get your email address. The only exactly. way that we were able to verify that you've done these things. This is the uh, I'll put that link there for you, John. If you want to enter in, it's a fifteen hundred dollars statue. All you'll need to do is cover shipping. Uh, it will be a bit expensive, but you know it's also a fifteen hundred dollars statue. That is one third scale. Uh, shout out time. Uh, it is Liao, one six scale man. And Miguel, Toy, Ca- Toy Quest 101. That is a mouthful. It's their birthdays today. So happy. happy uh, I want to say it's 47th birthday, Leao, and 56th birthday to Miguel. So very cool. Happy, happy um, birthday. I won't sing the song. Also, <laughs> Ben <you> <laughs> has taken his first step into a bigger world. He's got official merch on his Public store. Do you want to plug that, oh. Ben? In fact, I'll see if I can pull it. You're on, on mute, Ben. You're on mute, you dingus. Lights were so the, the, the link, Zach, the link is down right now, so the link is down until Monday. Uh, what the what was, happened to your link? Uh, somebody, somebody disputed the image of me, like my actual logo. And well, so, it's probably the it's probably the things that you put your face on. Maybe so. So I so I I like whatever I emailed them back, and I'm like, I designed this myself. I changed all the colors and everything, and they approved it. So they're like, it'll be back up Monday. So I will have a link to the to the Ben Thomas Show merch. I've got a tough nut to swallow T-shirt on there, as well as the the show logo. It's do you have it on your Instagram? Like the uh, picture? Fun. Yep. Yep. Um, I think so. If not, I'll pull up your Instagram. I was about to order ten thousand. Oh shit! The tough nut. (laughs) That's a tough nut. To swallow, quote, did happen on our show, so you owe us royalties for every shirt you sell. Just like that. Wow. 50%. <laughs> he's frozen. They're after The way that he froze, too, was just such a... <laughs> I was like, damn, he's fucking mean mugging me. He did not like... <laughs> Look, I just gotta say, 
uh, Cuervo <laughs> says, if you don't get a bed Thomas shirt, it would be the biggest marketing miss of the 20th, 21st, <laughs> and 22nd. Yeah. You got to do the bed Thomas show. Um, Did you... Is this squirrel 100%. t-shirt or is that... 100%. Oh, that is a t-shirt. No, it's, it's a squirrel, a squirrel that I, from Instagram. No, no, it's not a t-shirt. It's oh, an Instagram yeah. image. You got to be careful if you're using like, a tough nut. like, like the nut. Like if that's someone's nut, you don't want that on your shirt, right? No, I, never drew, I drew that in paint. I drew it in paint. Okay, I just want to make sure because they will fuck your shit up on um, <laughs> on um, T Public for that. But uh, yeah, it's really really big news for you, Ben. You got stickers. You got uh, some merch it now. You like love to they, see it. Now he just needs a new computer with the proceeds. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> happened? He was doing so well the, the whole show, and then right at the end. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. It's just totally... I think it's because of the snowstorm. Now it's... Snow. Ah, I see. It's snowstorm. Uh, Bro, Mark, it was... Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, I just wanted to also plug the, uh, the Game of Thrones recap that Marco and I did last night. Oh, uh, dude! Here. <laughs> I, I was so confused because Marco sent me okay. a link. He, gets he was like, "Here you go, boys," and I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "What is this link?" I didn't. I didn't realize you guys were streaming. I would have loved. It wasn't particularly well planned, but I thought the content was like pretty solid. Uh, yeah, it was just a good time to just fuck around and chat. So, would love to have you guys on like more like on a one-on-one format like that. It was bro, just like cool. Are you just talking to, Game of Thrones, bro. I'm there. All right, let's do it. Well, you weren't there, but the next time. Well, I, you didn't even say what it was. You were just like, here's a link. I was like, I don't know what this Do you is. need to know, or can you just show up? Just show up for a bro, you know? No, well, I don't we'll, know. We'll plan it out better. What if it's like a, 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 a pick on Dean's stream? I don't know. I don't well, know. Oh, that's a good well, idea. Every stream is. <laughs> shut, shut up, Joe. Motherfucker, we put a spoiler warning at <laughs> the beginning of the show, Equan. How dare you? you oh, and show. I see. Yeah, that would make, make a great carpool collecting. Bash Dean. What's that? Pick on Dean stream. Pick it on Dean. Pick it on Dean stream. <laughs> wow. No. No, we wouldn't do don't. that. Oh, and no, I was going to say, Zach, I don't know. This morning, I opened my door, and it's like a cool, crisp, like 60 degrees. I'm like, yes. And then, like, a few hours later, it was like 80. I was like, what the fuck it is this? It made no fucking sense. The snowstorm reminded me because of Ben, but I was like, what is this? I got outside. Bro, I was all are, excited. I'm going to enjoy the day. And I was like, nope, I'm going back inside. This is fucking horseshit. Those are the shit. best days, though. It's nice and cool. You can sleep with the windows open. And then. Yeah, you know, that's exactly up. what I did. I left my door open. And then, like like I said, it just like went all the way back up to 80. I was like, this is horseshit. Huge. <clears throat> I want to give a shout out to D-Rock for making a CW appearance on the club on Friday. It was a nice. good time. Really nice guy. Appreciate you, D-Rock. Congrats to John winning our first hot seat month. At, how about this? At the end of the year, we got to get like a plaque with everyone's that won the name. That would be pretty cool. That'd be funny. I'll do that. That sounds fun. Um, yeah, John. I'll send you your bonus on uh, Monday or Tuesday. We'll get you your one minute of unfiltered air. I don't know what, this, I don't know what, I don't know what we're going to say. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. That is a lot of time. You know, you can buy uh, a also, t-shirt with that $25. Just saying. A collecting weekly if one, John's, yeah, I might. If, if John, if John. <laughs> <laughs> how can I buy a T-shirt? The damn site's down. <laughs> so it's gonna get seized by customs, John. They're not gonna, <laughs> gonna shut you down, John. Getting this copyrighted Ben Thomas shirt. Limit, 
Limited time off. You stop that customs fuck. Ben's gonna have the only one shirt of his own face. <laughs> Don't miss out. Like I don't know, this I like, looks like some Looney Tunes. Bro. I like how he like that. Someone else's not. No, I drew that on paint. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, bro, that's my nut. <laughs> I thought it was a good nut for paint. Nut. Okay, I thought it was. He's like, a I good didn't put someone else's nut on my shirt. <laughs> Ben's like, I was only swallowing my own nut. <laughs> oh, no, oh my god, I'm we, so warm. This is just the train right now. In the show. I'm Zach. Nut. 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 Anyways. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm a tough nut to swallow. <laughs> we'll catch you on the next episode. No. No. Bye. No. no. no.